0: Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
2: The world's original podcast.
1: Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered.
3: Patriots, uh- I would just say that
0: I feel like I'm staring at the same pig that is wearing nicer clothes. And last year they were actually scoring outside the red zone. I mean, Bill even said it. You know, weren't scoring from anywhere. <laughs> you know, they've got some work to do on offense. For <laughs> sure. But I, I will say fair that fair point.
4: I'd love to see him play more. I mean, I think that's that's him. Just get him on the field more. Get him more experience. Yeah, he'll, he'll get more experience. Yeah.
5: I'm trying to bring it back positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get more
4: experience. Ezekiel
5: Elliott coming out of the two-minute warning. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I just said two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. I turned
0: it to my mother God, online, yeah. but he said church. I know, <laughs> he said church, because he me- he messed it up. I just
6: like now. Oh, yeah. Now, if Matthew Slater said that and said they were saying things to me that you know you wouldn't say in church, sure. No, yeah, I would I would say not. the same what thing. It
0: doesn't that? make sense, Matthew. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> 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 members of the show. Spend the majority of last week being defensive of their takes on the Patriots rather than talking about the Dolphins. Less complaining about people calling you negative on Twitter. More football, please. Uh, Uh, Thoughts on Hill, of all people calling Patriots fans terrible people, ironic, don't you think?
3: Oh, so now we care about what other people say. This
1: is Patriots Unfiltered.
0: Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. Patriots Unfiltered. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium. Turn the page game, getting ready for the New Jersey Jets and their formidable defense. I think it's a real thing. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, Mac Jones says it's, uh, what, the best he's seen on film? I mean, yeah. He's seen two other defenses. Yeah. Well, but. <laughs> I mean, over you know, wow. Maybe maybe, maybe some in a bad may, yeah. maybe <laughs> some maybe some
3: crossover film. I'll give him I'll give him benefit of the doubt on that. So maybe he's seen like six defenses. Yeah,
4: he likes film and stuff.
0: And maybe they didn't watch the Dallas game. Well, maybe he's talking about also his all three years. You know, maybe yeah. Not no, just uh, obviously we're,
5: yeah. Uh, we're having some fun. The Jets have having. <laughs> Sorry, difference. everybody, we're well,
4: too negative there for a second. I feel like they're too negative on uh, the Jets defense. A little <laughs> bit.
0: <laughs> but so, what do we think? how are we feeling? It's now um, turn the page day. Anxious, you know. What, nice. What's the current line? I think, what are
5: I think we, the Patriots by two and a half. Yeah. I Patriots believe.
0: by two and a hay. I, I still stick to
4: the line I started off uh, when we did unfiltered on TV Monday morning. Save our season, Zach Wilson. Please give us uh, give us some interceptions. I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be a tough game. I think you know, I watched a little watching a little of the Dallas game from them. Um, couldn't really get much going in the running game, but I still I'm worried about that running game. And I think you know, if I were the Jets, I would just say you're both going to get 20 carries, and we're going to just do our best to stay out of third and long. We're going to manage the game, you know. Try to force the Patriots if, if they if they are able to put some points up, great for them. But let's just grind this one out and try to take all the pressure off of Zach Wilson because I, you know, I just I feel like if they can't run the ball and they get into third and long and they they're chasing things, that's when the mistakes are going to happen for the Jets and that's how the Patriots capitalize. So, you know, I just wonder for the Patriots, can they afford to sit around and wait for mistakes or can they just go out there and and, and win the game themselves without having well, to rely as, on as those? Paul turnovers. said, you know,
0: this is a game where you probably can put more people in the box and without fear. Like, you know I guess, but I mean you just have Christian Gonzalez. I don't know what it's gonna look like when Evan
4: goes well, out you, there, but you have to, oh, you're gonna get you know, Jonathan Jones back. Yeah, too. you have to Oh, I hope so. You All have, right. to, well, that makes you have better. to
0: account for Garrett. I mean you have to make sure you know where he is. Miles? Yeah. What, what what's Wait, the do we just go by, Garrett first? Just go by first Garrett too many There's a lot of Wilson, so I I G I, yeah. Wilson Garrett. or Z Wilson. Garrett you have to Wilson. account for him on every play. Yeah. But Donzo But if you're if you're getting pressure on him then He's not going to find the second guy, you know? Oh, no, no. Oh, you're, Zach
4: Wilson, sorry. I was thinking Wilson. No, I mean, I think that's, you know, a big key. And, and I mean, DeMarcus Covington yesterday, you know, talking about it, they've they they got to find a way to, to get to him. And, you know, it's just it's not as much of a daunting challenge as, as, the, as it was thinking about the Eagles and the Dolphins, just as we lead into the games, the theory of their offense and all the challenges that they present. They have challenges, but it's not the overwhelming offense that you're like, all right, but even in that best case right. scenario, they Paul, can still if, beat us this if Big Head
0: Andy Hart was here, would he be guaranteeing a Patriot win? I think he I would. D- I doubt it. No? Was he big yeah. on that? He guarantees oh, yeah. wins. He would. He would guarantee. Oh,
5: I, I, if if Brady was the quarterback, if you know, back in the day, yeah, but not not right now. I, I don't think that Andy Hart for WEEI would be on the radio saying I guarantee the Patriots win. I can't guarantee. I can't see it. it. I, can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> but, I can't see a guarantee. I don't know how you can feel confident. No. What about the spot? It's not a great one
0: for the Patriots. No? A lot of desperation on both sides. Well, yeah, yeah but there's desperation on both sides. And Agreed, the other teams but, at home. But mm-hmm. the Patriots can do something about because they still have a quarterback. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, you don't I, you don't think Mac's better than? I. I that's
5: not two, those two things aren't the same. Yes, I think Mac is okay. substantially better than Zach. Wilson. Do you think
0: the Patriots' <laughs> offense is better than the Jets' offense at this point? Not that I've seen. Uh, oh. Wow, that's not that's, that I've seen. The okay. Jets
3: definitely have better skill players than the Patriots, but the Jets' offensive line is in just as much disarray as mm-hmm. the Patriots'. Yep. And the difference I would say with the Jets, this is their group on the offensive line, and I know that the Patriots had most of their guys that are is their group, but that was, you know, the two guards that was their first game w- without much training camp. You know, Trent Brown. The, the starting offensive line that the Jets rolled out there last week—that's their offensive line—and they got absolutely demolished by the Dallas Cowboys, who have a great front. Don't yeah. get me yeah. wrong, but Zach yeah. Wilson was under pressure on over fifty percent of it's his dropbacks. It's been really I mean, bad. That's crazy.
5: Their their offensive line, statistically by those metrics, is the, has been the worst in the first two weeks. Yeah. And it—I sh- agree with Evan too. It's, it it okay. shouldn't be that bad. I know Dwayne Brown is you know past yeah. his prime and everything, but. You know, Veritaka is a pretty uh, – that's, yep. that's that's two days in a row of really Vera good guy. Veritaka. Uh, really, um, really good guard who I hasn't played great. Um, I, I think Beckton has been a decent see. story for them coming yeah. back, you know, having lost some weight. He's sort of been up and down still. They shouldn't be as bad up front as they have They have multiple first-round
3: picks there. Yeah. And the the one guy that I think would could be uh, in so this week that has... wasn't in last week was Tippman, their, their mid-round pick. He plays center and guard. I think in camp they had him a lot at at guard at left guard uh to try to uh replace uh lake and tomlinson there but i would assume yeah, that I after how bad it. it looked against dallas would, that just, that they go to uh that's they go, they go to tipman yeah, yeah make, make a uh, yeah, know, change yeah
5: um you know with oh, I, with the jets and you know when fred had started yeah, and just in case anybody's wondering fred is, is occupied at the moment <laughs> um but yeah. yeah i think you know there's no, there's no comparison between Mac Jones and, and Zach Wilson. I mean, like, I mean, Mac Jones like, has Texas been far more consistent and, and productive than, than Wilson has. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think okay. that the offenses have been all that much different. I think when the Jets want, you know, they, they obviously do it differently. If they're going to have any success at all, it's going to be because they get Brees Hall going and mm-hmm. they play off of that. If I, was new, if I was Salah, I would go back, and I, I don't know how many people remember this, but the first game at the Meadowlands last year. I would go back to the first half, and I'd look at what they did in the first half until that last pass that that Wilson threw in the two-minute drill. And I would try to do a lot of the same things. I thought they had some some runs. They had some heavy play action and took shots. You know, plays that, if they would get picked off, they're like, you know, they have 40 yards downfield, so it's not – in. That I think Wilson had six for one hundred and fifteen or something like that in that game.
3: He had over three hundred yards passing in that game. I think in total. Yeah. Yeah, He
5: just threw three interceptions. It was the interceptions that killed you. So I would go back and look at some of the elements. They had a couple of productive drives early in that game for a field goal for a touchdown. Then I think they threw a long pass that got them down there uh, another time. Um, I would try to find some of the things that, that Wilson had success with against the Patriots and, and stick with that.
4: I think just one of the in hard things in a steady things, diet of Brees Hall. Yeah, just one of the hard things I thought watching Dallas was just how dominant Micah Parsons is. Like, that's just kind of like, it's like you take, how good are they? Like, I don't know, but they, Dallas has an awesome defensive end who was in the backfield like a second into the snap. You know, it's it kind of colors how you look at it all to the Patriots have that ability. They don't have a, quite a Micah Parsons, but I think, you know, the point stands, you got to attack those guys on the offensive line.
3: Yeah, he, Zach Wilson over the last two years has been the worst-rated passer under pressure by a country mile. He has an 18 passer rating with pressure. You, you get 39.6 <laughs> just by spiking the ball into the ground. So the fact that it's 18 means that he's worse than just throwing okay. the ball away so, on every. So track. we know that.
0: I'm assuming the Jets know that. <laughs> yeah. If you're the Jets, knowing that the Patriots are going to try to, what do you do? Do you go to? You know, quick throw mode like the Patriots did last week with Mac. Like, how do you run. combat com- combat that? Yeah, I definitely the think you
3: have to try to run the ball, run the but, ball. but I, I would move the pocket. Like, I would try to get him on the perimeter with some bootlegs and stuff like that to get him out of the pocket and try to help the offensive line because that's that's really it's exacerbating an issue for Zach Wilson that their offensive line can't block anybody either. So it's it's making it even worse. Is this worse. a big
0: Marty Mapu game? <laughs> we all wish. Well,
3: in the past, the Patriots have used to spy on Zach Wilson, not because he's for interception. Lamar Jackson or some like dangerous runner, no, it, but they do want to force him to make a throw, right? Like you don't want to allow him to just scramble or uh to, you know, throw while there's nobody in his face when he's on the move because then he can make some plays in that second reaction, you know, playground style. I think the the throw you referenced Paul to Garrett Wilson in the first game was a broken Type of play yeah. where he rolled out to his right and hit Wilson on a deep ball uh, down the field. So uh, they have they want to pin him to the sideline and force him to make a decision with the ball, which is when he he gets. That's into, when he starts oh, yeah. throwing yeah. it to you. That's when yeah. you
4: know you see him like going to the sideline, scanning the field. It was like here it comes, and I He's, can still yeah. see Devin McCourty. So it's like go ahead, go <laughs> right, ahead, keep
3: right. going, yeah.
5: keep going. I got it. The Thanks.
3: Th- the third one in the game this first game last year was as much of a, a punt to Devin McCourty as I think <laughs> I've ever seen in, in my life. It was like, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah. The second game, he threw so many picks in the first game, the second game, the second that he sensed pressure, he threw the ball away.
5: Yeah. He didn't throw any picks in that. I don't think, no, he, he didn't any, throw but, any picks, but he made but, no, he completed no passes either. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Cause they, uh, like I mean, I, I think he had like something. eight or nine throwaways yeah. in
3: that game. Just anytime he, fer- he felt pressure,
5: he just ditched it. So you can look at it two ways for the jets. The first game as as Evan said, you know, they're in the game, they lose 20 I think 22 to 17, something like that. Yep. And he throws for 300 yards, but he handed you the game with the interceptions. The second game, they drilled it into him, can't make any mistakes. Just throw it away, take the sack, we'll punt, and they did that and they scored three points. It's yeah. 3-3 with 10 seconds left, mm-hmm. right? So, if you're the Jets, you're like, do, do I how do I find the balance of drilling it into him that when the play is over, you need to be smart and just throw it away as opposed to do not try to make any plays because yeah. both of those approaches, neither one of them, you know, ended yeah. up working. and it's, I would
4: just be looking for ways to get the ball in Garrett Wilson's safe ways to get the ball in Garrett Wilson's hands, you know, because he's so dynamic after the run. It's, you know, you don't have to take the shots to him. You can just, you know, like Evan said, maybe move the pocket, just get him on an easy pitch and toss coming across the field on a crosser and, you know, let him go to work. Try to, try to just limit, how about some he easy throws
5: you. to, like, Ty Conklin for them, too, you know, who's not a great tight end by any means, um, but, you know, just security blanket kind of throws. Just
0: quick things. Take the, one, easy, take one the easy stuff. If it's not oh. there,
3: eat it. That's what I would do. I'd bootleg. I'd send the tight end into the flag. A little waggle? Yeah. I was
0: hauling the passing game. Oh, Oh, uh, uh,
3: Not really like a route runner, but yeah. obviously an explosive play guy if you can get him on a screen or something yeah, like that. Carter, same, same think, with Cook. Yeah, but
4: Carter
0: is more yeah. of their third down back. Yeah. 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 It's so interesting how, when you look at the series with the Patriots and the Jets, within a season, how each game is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, like one game, it happens a lot. One game's low scoring, the other game's high scoring. Or it just, they take on lives of their own yeah. within the se- same season.
4: I yeah. mean just even, you know, going back to like oh nine and ten and you know, those games that were like really tight at the Meadowlands and then you have forty five to three but then the Jets come back and right. win. I mean they it's divisional football. I think yeah. that's I think that's what I don't wanna say scares me, but I think if you're thinking legitimately about this having to be a must win game that you know, I would say It's hard to really, like, say, oh, these games are always close because everybody knows these games aren't always close. But I I think with these two closely matched teams that I don't know how you're not looking at a close game unless the Patriots suddenly just uh, boom, explode. And with Rodgers
0: out, I think now they're more closely matched, you
4: know. And I just wonder what the Jets – you know mindset is you know that's a big question like for our friends in the media what's the mindset uh we'll get we'll get to evan later <laughs> we'll get, what's the mindset? the mood, the mood and it, the mindset it's a good point because, are, are they ready to go are they ready to fight the patriots and break this yeah. you know like is it is are they that or are they like man we just went to dallas we got our butts kicked so, and it's gonna be a long season and i don't want to. Well, no,
3: i so they he hit garrett wilson on a 68 yard touchdown against dallas and and it they it was a drift concept like post with the dig route that's a Shanahan staple and he hits Garrett Wilson in stride and Garrett Wilson just pulls away from the entire defense for a seventy yard touchdown and, and the whole sideline is up and everybody's you know into the game and at that point I think it was like it was ten seven yeah and on, I was on the say next play or
5: two Sauce jumped an out route yeah, and, and all, dropped a yeah, sure yeah, pick six yeah right and that so could they have were, changed the game they
3: were in it and I'm you know watching this on, on you know unfold on the tape and I'm like. The, the the air just like sucked out from them immediately after Sauce dropped that pick six, and I was just like, at that point, I think they had to look at themselves and say, "Well, Zach made his one play <laughs> that we can count on him to make. Our best defensive player drops a pick six. We're not going to score again in this game, and we're screwed." Like yeah, that, I, that, that so had I, to have I, been I, the I mindset. See,
0: I hear a lot. You said it too. I hear a lot of people. Say well, you know they got blown out. I don't think they really got. I know. I know oh, it's a twenty. Got, got it's a twenty out. point score, but I don't think they got blown out on the field. I don't I, think. I do. Yeah. The
5: Cowboys went right down the field the first two times they had the ball. Okay. Like they that that's that was the surprising part. And I was joking around about this, and it, it's tongue in cheek. I don't really necessarily mean this to be like taken fully seriously. But again, it speaks to the mindset. You were like, what are the Jets going to be like? You know, how do they go into the game? And you're like, Salah spent the whole week like vehemently defending Zach Wilson, you know, just don't read into this. Anybody that we sign or bring in from here on in is to back up Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach Wilson's our guy. We're behind Zach Wilson. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a defensive player, I'm like, I get why we had to keep him as the backup because, you know, the money we invested in and in all that. But now that he has to play again, we can't do this for, for 17 more games. And they just kind of like went out and laid an egg. Because yeah. I don't want that. Like From the Jets' perspective, it's probably better that they lost the way they lost than it would have been if they had lost 13-10. You know, just because he well, can't. That, that's just because, amplifying the fact that we can't right, score because points, we right. can't score. And because, right. They didn't lose because of the offense the other day. Yeah, they lost because right. the defense had a rare a stink point. bomb. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the first drive was as easy as it could be for Dallas. Yep. They went right down the field like nothing. It made it seven nothing, and I said this game was it was yeah. a two thousand four Patriots game, Fred. Yeah, I gave the nod, yeah, CD because it, so it was catches. so striking to see yeah. the Jets defense, yeah, give up a first, you know, a first possession touchdown like that. The game was really.
4: Aside from the drop pick, which I think could have changed the complexion, it was really never competitive. It's why I think of yeah. a fast start is – I mean, of course, that's a buzzword this week, but I think you can break their will. You know, like if things don't go well for the Jets early in the game, how much can you expect them to really stick around and, and battle for 60 minutes? And, you know, if, if what happens the first couple of weeks happens and they get a good start and they're up on a lead and they're feeling good about themselves, then you right. could see it kind of snowballing either direction. If they get the
5: start that they got last year in the game at the Meadowlands, I think it's – they're going to be in good shape, the Jets. Yeah. That's I, why I don't know how you can whole, guarantee a win in this game.
0: Yeah. I I mean, well, you know, we've got Trent Brown back. Well, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. He's,
4: I mean, concussed. It's not cussed enough uh, to uh, sign I'll, on the I'll dotted line, know, I guess. I'll let you know in an hour
3: <laughs> yeah. right, if he's if he's back. I'll bet you he hopefully is. Hopefully him.
5: Hopefully I'll Jonathan bet he Jones. is, too, and I'll bet Jonathan Jones is back, Probably too. not Marcus yeah, Jones. Is. I had someone yeah, tell me that Jonathan Jones was pretty close last week, and yeah. they had it on the side of caution. So. That's good. That's good news.
0: Yeah. So, it's. It's again another intriguing battle because we're not sure about who we have and we're not sure about what where they're at at this point so i mean you name the scenario it could happen other than i don't think it's going to be a high scoring game <laughs> like the over is yeah. like 36 i can't yeah. believe it's that high oh my gosh yeah.
3: i don't i'm not a betting man but if i was i'd be well defensive scores that factor into that i this game if it goes over 36 i'd be shocked I'd
0: how many shocked. how many points both teams total, will be scored via defense or uh, special team, non-offense points. I non-offense said, I, points. Uh, I don't – may, maybe – Directly, we, I'll say zero. But if
5: you're saying, like, there's a pick and it sets up a, a – a, a pick you three. Know, a pick three. No. I'll count those. Okay, count those. So I'll say, I'll say six. Three, three each side. I'm going
0: to say 12. Wow.
3: Yep. The Jets do play a lot of zone, and in zone, like if you if you get a tip pass or like what we yeah. saw, you know, the pick six in the Eagles game, like that's that's well, yeah, how it yeah. does. great as happen, that defense so is,
5: they don't really create a lot of uh, turnovers and points. You know, the opener notwithstanding, when Josh Allen just kept throwing it to Whitehead, <laughs> <laughs> he's not on your team. Josh. Well, that's what he is. You know, yeah. that, that, that's, that's, what, that, he that's what he is. That's what he is. This is last a, week. He yeah. showed you what he is.
3: A tough defense to go up against for an offense that's. That's searching for, like, consistency and explosive plays and, like, all the things that the Patriots are struggling with offensively right now. This is this is not, like, the get-right And game. I think
5: to some of those games last year where it started with that one and then it was shortly thereafter the Colts game and it was the same kind of, like, physical, tough defensive tackles. Yeah. You know, DeForest Buckner, Quinnen Williams, those kind – and they really, like – they just controlled we get we got some breaking news. no
4: i was just gonna i I mean i don't want to interrupt your train of thought i just i I I, think we. i generally don't (laughs) have one i think we might have referenced this yesterday but i just thought this tying it in the billy o quote um from yesterday about the running game which i just i thought this was interesting uh we have to improve the running game there's no doubt about that i think that starts with us as a coaching staff we have to do a better job what we believe we're going to see and then what we actually see on game day i that's because they heard evan yesterday during the show i thought that was really interesting uh
3: so, I thought Fangio's system, like, I don't want to get too much into the minutia, but, like, Fangio's system usually plays gap-and-a-half technique, which means that you're going to control your gap, but then when the run, running back commits to the, the whichever gap that he's going to run into, everybody then flows back into the ball, right? And that's, like, their usual strategy. In this game against the Patriots, they did a lot of slanting up front, and they were just kind of knifing into gaps and getting up the field, and more one-gapping... Uh, than they usually do, I would say, and I I do think that that took the Patriots by surprise. But uh, they did a decent job, I thought. In the second half, they start, they came out, they they ran a couple tosses. You know, if you're gonna slant inside, then we're just gonna run it outside right like that goes without saying so I, I did think that that took the Patriots a little bit by surprise because that's not Fangio's typical front mechanics
4: uh to be aggressive like that and slant why, why would you why do you think the shift why would they shift to, to a more slanting like that
3: my guess is is they are anticipating a lot of duo and inside zone from the Patriots and they knew they were going to try to run it between the guards that
0: said when they did go wide early I think the Patriots did a pretty good job running uh, stretching that out Oh, no. He's
5: talking about the Patriots running. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That, I'm okay. sorry. Because I would agree with you. I think yeah. the Patriots' defense early in the game did a good job of stretching wide running yeah. plays out. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I, I think to Evan's point, you know, and I, I, like, I don't <laughs> – you said I don't want to get in the weeds too much, and certainly I don't. Um, but I would say just anecdotally, you watch the start of these two games and – The other team seemed to have a better idea of what the other was going to do than you did. And that's, like, to me, that that throws me off. I always expect, even when the Patriots don't have the better team, and I'm not saying I expect a great start, but I expect to see some some things. It's not because we're uh, being out right? I expect to see some, th- some things defensively, like well, a twist. That, this was meant to stop that, or the other way around, you know. And and I do think that there have been some elements offensively on those first drives of both games. Well, it was like the second drive of the Miami game. I thought was the one that was the one that ended the Demario Douglas fumble, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second drive. Yep. I mean, I thought there was some good mixing yeah. and matching in, yep. in that drive. Same thing with the first one against Philadelphia. Um, But I think for the most part, the other teams seem to have an understanding of what to expect. And I thought McDaniel's quote about that with the running game, you know, we saw how they were playing us. That was a little bit different than most teams do. And we sort of said, you know, we have to handle that. I mean, we can't let you can't let them get away with playing up front like that. Yeah, I think was the way he he put it to his team and they didn't.
4: Yeah, no, they adjusted he's, and, you know, the Patriots smart dude didn't the really games. adjust with their running game. Their running game never really got going, you know. Yeah. Yeah,
3: they I thought that the the Dolphins uh, really just took it to the Patriots game plan like on on both sides of the football and I I thought that was sort of an un, unsung untold story of that game because of how you know, we talk so much about the personnel and the players and, you know, where the shortcomings are there. But defensively, the Patriots came out in that three-day safety look basically to play like prevent against Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. And uh, McDaniel just said, fine, like, we'll just check the ball down underneath. We'll run the ball to the edges. You guys don't have numbers out there. And we're going to just go right down the field on the opening drive. And the Patriots had to pivot. And then offensively, I mean, O'Brien came out and said it, that quote that Mike just read and said, they did stuff defensively that we weren't expecting and we were kind of caught off guard by it. And I really thought that the opening drive against Miami, they come out in that 13 personnel, three tight ends yeah. and then they run and they run empty out of it. And like in theory, I guess you're, you're trying to get run personnel on the field for the dolphins and then spread them out and throw it. So I understand the theory, but when your one receiver is Devonte Parker, and then you have Henry Gasicki and Pharaoh Brown, like that's not Winning too many relay races, right? Like that's not a very like dynamic or fast group. So I, as much as I get sort of the chess match of what they were going for, I I just it's not a very
4: dynamic personnel grouping at all. I think I said it during the game. I'm like, I think they played six or seven snaps in that, and and, and I'm just saying, what's the point? Like, what's the point of coming out in three tight ends and spreading it out, and then you kind of are done with that? Like, like, I just don't get why not just go into what you're good at and do what you're good at instead of of being like. All right, we're going to run five snaps in in thirteen personnel for whatever. Yeah, what does it's that one, do? It's one thing if yeah. you feel like you have setting the matchup. Up. Something <laughs> else. setting it up, but <laughs> but when,
5: like the way you guys just put it, I agree. It's one thing if you have Gronk and Hernandez, and you and you you know put a third tight out. You know the only thing missing was Scott Chandler. You know <laughs> if if you could just put like You know matchup winners. Like right. I'm going to do this because the other team can't match up with me and. Like, even if that caught someone, you know, by surprise, to what end? An eight-yard completion? Right. Right. It's not like, oh, no. They
4: used to do it. They're going to gash us with Pharaoh
3: Brown right now. They used to do 22 personnel. So they put the fullback, James Devlin, out there with the two tight ends and a running back, and every team would match them in base. And then they would spread them out, and all of a sudden you'd have Gronk on a linebacker up the seam, and that's just a a huge mismatch. But unfortunately, like, the mismatches don't exist on that level anymore and so like you put you know henry up the seam against jerome baker that's a little bit more equal as Mm -hmm. it was with gronk and and so those types of little things that they used to do like that they put devlin out wide and they'd get the coverage indicator of are, are they in man are they in zone and then they would put the good receivers in the inside part of the formation and then they'd get those guys on linebackers and safeties like that was that used to be how they would would run those matchups and exploit those matchups but I don't know if they have the personnel to do that anymore, and that's sort of my whole thing with my game plan. I'm writing, uh, you know, for the game preview is just like Mike said. You got to get back to like what's our identity, like what are we good at offensively, and not get so caught up in like trying to pull a fast one on Vic
5: Fangio. Like
4: I, yeah. I, I just didn't it's really. It's interesting like that. too. Like surprise, it, Farrell Brown. Didn't right. see that coming, did you? And I know, and I know how <laughs> okay, I game plan. <laughs> take it that far.
5: I know how game plan oriented they they've, they've yeah, been, right, you know, throughout is. Belichick, and I one thousand percent. I'm on board with that. I I think the teams that, quote-unquote, do what they do, you need to be exceptionally good at that to to be able to do that against everybody. So I like the fact that they're game-plan oriented, but I do think that's another element here of maybe him, Bill, still sort of thinking he has a different set of personnel. It's one thing to say we're going to do things differently all the time, but then you have to recognize, okay, this might work. Let's use this this personnel group that you're talking about with the three tight ends this might be a thing that really would work against what we're going to see from Vic Fangio but at the same time you have to recognize I don't have the horses to really make it hurt them
7: yeah. yeah. So, no,
5: to no, what no, end are you no, doing no, it? No, like, no, if you're no, not going to get off, you know, uh, you know, a chunk player or two that's going to catch
4: everybody by surprise, right? Then and why bother? And like, if you really believe it, are you only going to run it for seven plays, or did they or did well,
3: they, they adjust they, so quickly to they, it? They got like, out of it because nope. they
5: weren't nothing was happening, right? Like they, <laughs> wow. they were, like to Paul's point, there yeah you know, they got to run yeah they got to run stuff and a sack or something like that. So the very
3: first play of the game was like a four yard completion to Mike Kasicky, yeah, on a little uh you know sit route over the middle, and it's like okay, like cool, like you know, like if you're Vic Fangio or you. You're just gonna be like, do you want to do that all game? Then, right. then be my guest. And, right? You know, I just look at like what are what are they good at? What is their personnel made for? And I, I think I mentioned this yesterday, but like under center, I I just feel like this team is starving to get the quarterback under center. Like, get the quarterback under center. Uh, Get Ramondre ahead of steam when he comes up to the line of scrimmage, and then incorporate the play action stuff off of that from under center. Like that used to just be what they could hang their hat on in twenty one with McDaniel's. Like when all else failed and they couldn't get the passing game going, they couldn't get anything going. They would just put Mac back under center with the fullback and Ramondre behind him, or reset. Damian Harris behind him, and they would just run the ball down your throat. And and they just they don't want to do that for some reason.
0: Well. Wow. You said the team's starving. Evan Lazar is starving for them to get under center. I don't know about the team. <laughs> well, but that's
3: yeah. what they used to yeah. do in 21 oh, yeah. and yeah. that's what they used to do for 20 years. Like and yeah. then they've just, you know, I I love all of the spread elements that Billy O brings to the table. I think they're all sound and like good scheme. Uh, but it, in general, it's it's not working.
0: You know, it's not consistently working, well, it, I should say. Yeah, it's just again, I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but it's the line. Nothing's going to work if the line stinks.
4: Yeah, you know, and the personnel, too. I mean, I just think overall it's uh, – you know, I think the question that we are all kind of lurking around was how much difference can an offensive coordinator change make? And certainly going from somebody who would never done it before to a seasoned guy who's been in college and, you know, is installing all kinds of RPOs and modern offensive features. But ultimately, end of the day, through two games, it hasn't really made that much of a difference because the players haven't I'm, been able I'm holding to, out to hope for that. I am. No, I and I think I, the, a lot of it's to the uh, line. That's where yeah, you got to start. I, Let's get Trent Brack and start there. You know, know, like you just can't say, "Well, we suck." It's over. But it's like but, you know,
3: the personnel is the personnel, right? Like yep. you know, and I get they're yep. going to get some pieces back, and the line is going to get more continuity and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I, I we can all sit here and and be you know, scream and yell about how they didn't do enough in the offseason to make the offense better, but it's not fixing it. That's not changing. Like this is who they got. Sure. So now you got to find out what you're good at and just. Right spam that as much as you
0: can when when there is no threat of the run I mean that alone puts you on your heels as an offense and then you combine that with the line not being settled right now it's a it's a bad combination for offensive production yeah. You
3: know, it really is. It's not a stable way to live to have Mac Jones lead the league in pass attempts. Right.
0: That's, <laughs> I, you know, last year we talked about he led the
3: league in the first month of the season in deep pass attempts, and we were all like, that's not really his game. Like, I don't want Mac chucking the ball 40 yards down the field 10 times a week. This week, the year he leads the league in pass attempts, 96 of them, mm-hmm. through through two weeks. That That's not how this team is going to win football games, is with Mac Jones dropping back 50 times a game.
0: Right. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Uh, we mentioned Troy, uh, Trent Brown getting a $2 million bonus, oh. incentive-based he bonus. He yeah. might
4: possibly achieve it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I haven't
5: seen the incentives. Have you guys seen those? No.
0: no. I, no. My guess is they're going to be tied to, to
4: playing time. Uh,
5: yeah.
0: And then Matt Corral, what's his He's deal? back. Back on he, the practice he's squad. He's not back. No, on he's the
8: not
4: pra- back. They're Well, on the practice squad, right? No. No, No, he's He's out. I yeah. thought they just re him to the practice squad. They which did. Why I asked they you they before didn't. the show,
5: what do you think is going on? Everybody just ah, oh, who reported
4: that last night? I saw that. last <laughs> they night. They all, all reported they that he was he had yeah.
5: agreed to return to the ah. practice squad this morning. They all said
4: he's not coming back to the practice. Yeah. Squad. Oh. Okay. I like, don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't That's know what that, happens I, when you don't look at Twitter for a couple hours. I guess. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have the deets.
3: But. I just. I hope that his mental health is is okay. I know he's he's struggled with t- some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like they still wanted
4: to bring him back, right? So. I don't know. I guess that's maybe in his court. All right.
0: uh, Let's get to the phones, shall we, Um, on this Wednesday. Matthew is in New Mexico. What's up, Matthew?
2: Hey there, guys. Hey, Fred. Mike, Evan, and Paul.
0: Hello. What's up?
2: Tamara's there.
0: Nope.
2: So um, uh, I love the point you guys made yesterday about Ernie, and I've been filming this about a while, and, like, we've seen, like, the challenges, like, there's a meme that's, like, on the phone. And my question for you guys is uh, <clears throat> uh, about, like, a month or, like, two months ago, Matt Light was on uh, Tom Curran's uh, show, and he was pretty much saying, not in these words, but, like, not being able to practice as much and, like, the new NFL PA rules is, like, Kind of put us as a, at a put us at a, at a disadvantage, and I just wanted to see what your guys' point on that is, because we would always be like we would see those videos of the hills, you know, with Bill and then, and we and now we're seeing like all these bonehead mistakes and just like that. And another point that Evan made too was that we're still playing like or we're still adding players like uh, like we still have Tom. And it seems like even though we can't practice as much and we can't get, like, the continuity community like we have, Bill still hasn't turned, like, to add explosive players to have, like, more talent, if that makes sense. So I just want to get your guys' a point on that, um, and I appreciate listening to you guys.
0: Okay. Thanks,
3: Matthew. I mean, everybody practices the same amount. Yeah. So, hey. I, like, it, you can't – to me, you can't sit there and say, like, oh, they're making all these mistakes that they weren't making before because they're practicing less when other teams don't make those mistakes and they practice the same amount. Yeah, you know? I and mean,
0: Paul's guy made it, had a rant yesterday, Felgi, about how... Oh, they um, don't do anything in August. They don't do anything in the summer. They, don't, yeah. they do the same thing as every team.
5: I yeah, mean, that's right. the way... But his, yeah, his point on that, and I don't necessarily agree with him. I'm more with you guys on this because I just think it's the new, it's the new way yeah. in, in the league. But I I think that... They don't do as much hitting as they once did when they're allowed to hit. Like, I'm not talking about the fewer practices or the less time on the field and OTAs and all that. I'm talking about I don't see as many one-on-ones as we once did in practice. Now, I I don't have the numbers. I'm not a practice stats guy, so I don't have the numbers in front of me. But anecdotally, I can tell you 10 years ago they used to do more one-on-one work Corners against wide receivers, yep. running backs, linebackers—you know—against one another in the passing game. Obviously, offensive and defensive linemen and pass rush drills, they still do them, but I don't see them as much as I used to. And you—that's uh, got nothing to do with the rules. Now, maybe some teams, some other teams, don't do that as much anymore either. Maybe it's a sports science thing, a nutrition thing, all part of you know the the new wave with all the analytics they have now. Well. that it's more beneficial to to avoid that. I I don't know. Well. Doesn't seem like injuries are on the on the decline. When
0: you say one-on-one, you don't mean like you know, pass receiver rushers. receiver going off, you know, one-on-one against a yeah, I do in shorts.
5: No. Oh. No, I don't mean shorts. I mean in pads. Yeah.
4: Cuz they do a lot of that. Yeah, but I mean in pads. I mean yeah. hitting. Yeah. And yet you get like these little pockets of tackling like live tackling drills that you might not have seen. Yeah, I I don't separate know. Separate the tight end. What shoulder, what, what, what? what like what <laughs> like whatever it's whatever it's been I mean it hasn't really been effective for a good start the last 3 4 years well and that's but.
5: that's like to fred's point my show with michael like that's his point is we're going like 2 and 4 1 and 3 we're 0 and 2 now it's like this is not a new trend this is a bad start since every year since 19 yeah. They were 8-0 in yeah. 19 and they haven't had a good start to the season since.
3: I just I think that that's more talent related right. than I, it is. Right. I
5: no. I do too. Like I the
3: bottom too. line is is that the head coach has not done enough to make the offense better. Like I, I I and you can say however you want to say it like in terms of money or in terms of draft capital or missing on guys in, in the draft in 22 that are now coming up to bite you like Taekwond and You know, Pierre Strong, like Mike was talking about the third down running back. Yes, that was supposed to be Pierre Strong. Like that was the 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 message coming out after they drafted Pierre Strong was that they're going to put this guy on the James White developmental track. And he's in year two. He will be the the third down back for this team. And it didn't manifest itself. (laughs) And those are those are the things that have really come back to bite them. And unlike with other teams, like other teams, they miss on a second round receiver like Tyquan Thornton and they draft another one the next year. Like, they don't let that just, like, prohibit them from, from, you know, addressing the position like the Eagles. They drafted Jalen Rager, and he was a total bust. the next year they came back and they traded for A.J. Brown. Like, they didn't just say settle. Like, they drafted Devontae Smith and they traded for A.J. They they
5: also drafted another first-round receiver. Okay, we
4: didn't get it right. We'll
5: do
3: it
4: again. Do it again. That's what
0: the Patriots used to do with the tight end position.
4: Right. And now it's in the tackle position and the third down. I mean, it's just it's been whack-a-mole with
0: problems. I have a little itch to
5: scratch on the running back thing, too. Um, And I know I'm probably being a little reactionary with Zeke. I told you I haven't really seen much. And I people I sort of anything on my people sort of push back a little bit. You know, I just don't see any explosiveness there. Uh I even saw a lapse in pass blocking, which is supposed to be his forte. Um I didn't think he, he picked up the blitz very well against Miami. Like going out and investing in that veteran back to me, like I watched Cleveland Monday night and their all everything back goes down and, and something named Jerome Ford comes in and runs for hundred yards. Mm-hmm. He's like a fifth-round draft pick. He's Pierre Strong. He's a fifth-round draft pick who hasn't really played very much. And when they called on him, it was fine. Why? Because they have a good offensive line. They have arguably the best run coordinator in Bill Callahan, Mm -hmm. um, who understands how to put a running game together. And he was productive. They went out and they signed Kareem Hunt. And by all accounts, it's going to be to support him, not to replace him. New Orleans, not a great offense. They lose Jamal Williams Monday night, Saint, the Monday night doubleheader, which, by the way, I like. I don't think we've touched on that. <laughs> you like those um, yeah. both early games, like not like a yeah. seven and oh, a yeah. ten. No. It was, right. it was a seven and an eight. I was, I, I, I liked the, I the idea of going forth. back and forth. But Jamal Williams goes down with a hamstring pull, and they put in a guy who, the former uh, uh, Notre Dame kid. I forget his name now. I. I I forget his name. I'm sorry. Like I, but he, you know, he wasn't great. He he filled in a little bit, but showed some toughness on the goal line. Couple of touchdowns. It didn't fall apart. Like I would have rather have seen Bill say, "I'm going to keep Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris, or one of at least one of them," before I go out and get Ezekiel Elliott. Now, if you all of a sudden get in the situation they're in right now, like we can't run it anywhere. Hey, maybe we need more talent back there. Maybe it's the running backs, you know, yeah. and we're going to support it. I just thought that was like. This is why I always push back on the cheap thing. I don't think it's cheap. I think it's misuse, Mm -hmm. you know, at times. I would have rather have paid, you know, three times what they paid Ezekiel Elliott to get Hopkins or a receiver, you know, of some sort to come in.
3: I I just, with Zeke, I I think that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, that I – because I agreed with the move at the time. I I I didn't hate it. Yeah, in in fairness, I I, I can't be a fraud. I didn't hate the move either. I agree with the move at the time in a vacuum to sign Zeke the Pierre strong trade still bugs me because you knew that you were going to be spread heavy. Like you knew that you were going to spread the field, Mack and the gun and run this bill O'Brien offense. And you traded your one fast running back. And it's like, even if he doesn't know where he's going on, on between the tackles carries, if you get him out into some space with the ball in his hands on a swing pass or a screen or an outside toss or something like that, we've saw in the little bit of that sample in his rookie season that he can run with the football. And if you're going to be this shotgun spread formation offense, like w- what good is it having a 225 pound running back next to Mac Jones? Like, it's just not a fit for the two backs that they have So I thought that they were going to be an early down under center team with Ramondre and Zeke trading off. And then when they went to the spread stuff that they would let Pierre Strong play and get him into some space and get him, you know, maybe have him create an explosive play, which they can't do without any speed on the field. And they traded him for a tackle that they have all sorts of tackle issues and Tyrone Wheatley can't even get on the field. So, you know, what was the point of that trade? Like I, that one was
5: odd to me. Like, if they traded Pierre Strong for the other kid, at least I would say, well, at least he has somewhat of a track. I mean, Wheatley is a total projection. Yeah. He's never yeah. played. Yeah. Tight end. You know, so he's a total projection. Now, maybe they have some. Maybe he'll be the next Steven Neal. I don't know. But I, I just didn't see, like, the need to, to give some
0: something up for that. Uh, Tommy's in New Jersey. What's up, Tommy?
6: Hey, guys. How's it going today? Okay. Hey, Tommy. Good. Hey, I got a couple points I want to make, so – Cut me off if I get too long-winded. Um, number one, my biggest annoyance, like watching the Patriots and Dolphins game the other night, was seeing the roster disparity. And I know this is something you always touch on. Um, I'm watching, I'm watching Isaiah Wynn play left tackle for the Dolphins, looking like a damn all-pro. And I'm watching Gastecki and Parker play for the Patriots at important positions in today's day and age. And I mean, they weren't even good enough to be in Miami once they got Hill and Waddle. Like, why isn't Bill understanding that elite weapons are more important today than first-round guards? And the second point I want to make is I don't love this team's mentality. And what I mean by that is, like, back in the day when they would play the Steelers, who were more physical, the Patriots were a more finesse team. They were their faster team. Then when they played the Colts, who were more finesse, they were the more physical team. I don't know what this team's MO is, and it's not versatility because they just kind of are what they are, which is slow and unexplosive. And I just want to know why that mentality's changed over the years and what they can maybe do to change it and go back to those old school philosophies they once held.
0: Yeah. Well, Tommy, I think it's simple. It's better players. I mean, they were able to be versatile because they had versatile players who were good. Right. Yeah. You know? And just
5: just for a quick correction, just so people don't yell at us, it, you know, Win is now playing guard, and you know, I want to give the guy to my left a little credit. Um, all, all pro guard. Fred always said that was his his, that, uh, that's his floor. floor. His floor was an all pro guard. Now I think he's far from being an all pro, but <laughs> well, he played. Earn it. He yeah. played guard. Um the other point I think is valid, you guys. Um I think Parker and, and Kosicki were guys that Miami deemed unnecessary.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I out of all the things that I think people get on, on Belichick for with I, I you know a lot of people get on him for like the in-game decisions like pop douglas right now is like the number one thing it to me in terms of like if you're talking about his future here with the patriots it, it's about the philosophy like it's about his offensive philosophy and his his philosophy for winning football games of you know like paul always says we're gonna play good defense special teams and we're gonna win the game that way like that I don't think That's, that that works. And I'm anymore. quoting
5: Slater. Like Slater said, you know, Coach always says we want to be a physical team, and in order to be a physical team, you have to run the ball, stop the run, and play good special teams. Yeah. And and I just think that that is not the way. A vast majority of NFL games are won anymore. The the more talented offensive team generally wins. Now you have to
0: stress the defense. You have and you can't just do it running. You
3: know? just you, you know you look at the game against Miami and that's a team that's on the cutting edge like how they scheme it how they approach the team building aspects of it and i'm not saying that they're like this great you know super bowl winning team like the patriots have been in the past but their ship is going in the right direction and ours is not like that's just the bottom
5: line i don't know what they're ultimately going to end up getting out of it maybe they will never quite be good enough you know to to get over the hump but two things on that number one you know, defensively, if, if they could get Jalen Ramsey back playing at anywhere near the level that he has played, for yeah. the majority of his career, that could be a pretty good defense. If yep. you take like sort of a journeyman like Eli Apple, who struggled at times the other night, and yep. make him your third or fourth corner,
4: yeah, two now,
5: now you have some of that depth to rely on. And the other thing is, Phillips and, I, and I don't know about this from, um, but I read something before the before the season. It was I forget. I wanted to credit someone, but um, one of these. Statistical based websites ranked the rosters like just pure talent, and um, a lot of people think Miami has the second most talented roster, top to bottom in the league, behind the Niners. Mm-hmm. they so that, that's they're, like their top five. That's what people think of them yeah. outside of New England. No, New, they stink yeah. here. Uh-huh. Like, but out, out, you know, Tua can't play. I get I it. Wish but they <laughs> but that's how people outside of New England think about Miami.
0: How would Mac be on Miami? I think he'd be fine. Yeah.
4: yeah, it'd be good. I mean, I you know I don't I don't want to bash Mac. I I'll just I think Tua's is really good. I just think he needs to get you need to give that guy credit for how he manages the offense and you know his his yeah, he's accuracy. He's already being
0: mentioned very early as MVP. Yeah, but you know. well, I well, just, yeah, well, Canada. It's like a, I, I give him <laughs> some <laughs> credit, Canada, and I'm not Canada. trying to like <laughs> come <laughs> at it to a spot where I think Tua stinks. <laughs>
3: but I McDaniel and those weapons are terrific. Like yeah.
0: McDaniel, he does. All of the... He's an odd guy, but he's smart. Uh, and and his,
3: yeah. I think what really put it over the edge for me, because I love guys, offensive coaches, McDaniel, Shanahan, like I love those guys, McVay.
5: That's why I'm not willing to but, just say that Gerard Mayo is the coach. And yeah, but
3: mm-hmm. what put me over the top in this game with McDaniel is that the three-safety look was different. Like that was something that was a little bit unique and a little bit different that they hadn't seen before. He didn't give a crap. No. Oh well. he, he just like He adjusted instantly to it, and they went right down the field it didn't matter that the Belichick did this three safety thing that was, you know, on innovative or whatever you want to call it. And McDaniel just had the script. Like he was just like, whatever, like we're just going to, you know, threaten the flats. We're going to, you know, conflict linebackers and attack their slower linebackers. And we're going to move the ball down
4: the field by not throwing it down the field. You know what they had trouble with, too, a couple times? um, I don't know if it's really a wheel route, but it's almost like a guy is kind of like in an H-back position, just offset, and then he just kind of, like, basically a wheel route, but just right out into the flat. And, I mean, they probably hit that three, four times for good gains. And it was just, to me, it was like, man, they are just schemed up right now. They know exactly what they're looking for, and they know where to attack.
5: You know what I was really impressed was the the two-minute drive at the end of the first half that, he started with two of the simplest little swing passes to Ahmed. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why they only got nine yards, they would have gotten more if it wasn't a Mm two-minute drill. Like, Ahmed was first and foremost concentrating on getting out of bounds. You know, uh, uh, know, not trying to lower his shoulder and break a tackle or anything like that, but just easy drive starters, Mm -hmm. right? You know, how many times have you seen teams come into Foxborough and they play a decent first half, and it gets to the end of the half, and maybe they have the lead, or maybe it's tied, and they just say, "If we could just get to the locker room here, you know, we'll be, we're in the game, we're all right." Miami says, "Screw that! I'm going to call timeout when the other team has the ball, so I'm going to have more time left, and I'm going to come out and I'm going to throw because I don't care if it's incomplete because I'm just going to complete the next one, and I'm going to go down the field and score." And that drive. Swing pass, swing pass, slant to Craycraft, slant to Craycraft. Then we're going to get um, Berrios on the l- little flag row, whatever you want to call it. Whip wheel. I knew we would have the, the real Dude. name for it. Whip for me, he whipped to me, it, but it's then like he didn't go row. back
4: across. He went up into he whi- the corner. He you f- f- know? It's a little yeah. fake. You yeah. whip, yeah. and then you I haven't you seen wheel. one of those
5: before. And and uh, I just thought it was as effortless a drive as you'll see in I, I think you could you could write a book on the on the touchdown play, just how like schemed schemed up it was. They put them in, he, in a bind that the Patriots yep. had no no he, answer for. He
3: outfoxed Belichick the whole the whole night, like the whole night, pretty much until mm-hmm. the second half when they, they started making their own mistakes.
5: Yeah, honestly, and I really do think that that's what it was, Ev. Yeah, is and I know I Fred gets mad at me a lot of times because he's like, oh, anything about Patriots.com. dot com, but I don't say that about the Eagles. The Eagles made plenty of mistakes, but I think the Patriots forced a lot of them. I don't think the Patriots
0: forced many of the mistakes that Miami made. All right. Uh, Paul's going to force down a sub right now. Uh, His his Fred's. We'll be right much smaller than Paul's. Uh, That's true. (laughs) We'll be be right back after this. Oh, uh, show within a show today? What are you doing? Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back after that. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for
4: details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon.
2: What's up, everybody? Check out this clip from Rodney
0: Harrison on the latest episode of Paths from the Past.
5: Yeah, we were joking around just before we started. I, I, my guess is that Tony's memories uh, aren't quite as warm and fuzzy as yours. You know, I mean, for September, you know, it couldn't be a more perfect night.
8: He was probably wondering why it's not snowing as, <laughs> as, he, was, as he was driving in. But I'll tell you this, man, just talking to coach, he has a lot of respect for the Patriots organization, Coach Bill, and everything that we've accomplished. And, I mean, those battles were epic, You know, you're talking about going against Dungy and how well prepared he had his team. Um, Peyton Manning, all the great players that they had. I mean, I can't believe I'm 50 years old when I walked walked over here. (laughs) Brother, I was, you know, 29 years old, and and now I'm 50. And just like you talked about, different part with kids. I got a son that plays for the University of Tennessee who got their butts kicked um, yesterday. But... It's just really nice to be back and it's nice to see you guys still you know talking football
9: appreciate that appreciate that so I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit here as you're waxing nostalgia and it's amazing what life it's amazing what life is but who would have ever thought 15 years ago that you and Tony Dungy would be together on a broadcast and doing that that's a small world that your lives intersect like that do you have a favorite memory here at this stadium obviously you want a super bowl in houston you want a super bowl in jacksonville and those are things that i got believe are at the pinnacle of your professional football career here at gillette rodney is there something special that you remember that that takes a cake of the ultimate memory that you might have i here? think
8: just i uh, i don't know um i don't remember the exact game but just when coach belichick i think it was um when it was an afc championship game when he he gave me a big hug and said i'm glad we got you here Um, that was a very special moment because all I ever wanted to do was make him proud of me Mm. and um, let him know that the decision that he you know that he made bringing me here that that wasn't a bad decision and he gave me an opportunity when so many around the league kind of frowned upon Rodney Harrison he believed in me he gave me a bunch of freedom where I can go out there and just play and express myself and I just couldn't love love a coach more than um, I got love for Coach Belichick.
5: You talked about that freedom that he gave you, and I wanted to ask you about uh, it was one of the two playoff games. I, I'm not sure w- if it was 03 or 04, but when you and Ty sort of, it must have been 03 because I don't think Ty I think was he involved. He had three
8: picks. Or yeah,
5: and you guys kind of swapped. Like oh, you yeah. were kind of up in like the corner spot, like <laughs> popping guys and and allowed Ty to, you know, just that kind of freedom. Was that something that you guys had sp- uh, spoken about Absolutely. before that game? Absolutely.
8: And, and he's he never really questioned. He said, "Hey, you guys kind of do what you want to do as long as you're in a proper spot." and you guys communicate and and that's the type of freedom that he allows veteran players guys that he trusts. we put so much hard work and effort in and preparation so when we did something like that i know he's on the sideline panicking but you know ty law and i i mean to be able to play with a guy like ty a hall of famer you know and richard seymour and vince woolfolk and those guys i mean i had some special players out in san diego but to be able to play with some hall of famers and some guys like willie mcginnis kevin Falk, troy brown I mean, these guys are legends. These guys are not only are they brilliant football players, they're very smart people. And um, to be able to have that opportunity was just truly a blessing. And don't sell yourself
5: short. You had the, probably the biggest pick of that game when they went right down the field. The first drive, you had the interception in the end zone, right? Isn't that how that all started? Well, Stepped in front of Pollard, We if I'm all not try mistaken? to. We
8: all try to set the tone, and it's not about one player. It's about the team, and, it you know, it, I can't you, – You don't play anymore. You don't, you don't need my, to do hold this. Hold on. I, I got to mention my boy Tom Brady. You know, just seeing Tom get the love that he got last week, coming back to the stadium – and just seeing how old of a man he was, you see how tired that dude was? He was tired, <laughs> breathing hard. I, I thought TB12 worked. <laughs>
9: now, look at Rodney. I mean, you're, you've are you got a job that takes you to where were you last Sunday? You were in New York, right, for the Giants-Dallas game. Kansas
8: City before that. Yeah,
9: and I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the guys on the sideline that were there? Kev, you mentioned Kevin Falk earlier. Kevin Falk's in the front where all the uh, former players were. And he's chanting, Brady, Brady, Brady. There's Dan Graham, you know, Kevin Falk, Darrell Revis came uh, back for the game. To see that kind of close-knit, Russ Hochstein, you know, Dan Copen. See all those guys coming back to just want to appreciate Tom. That made somebody who's been here for a long time, made me feel good because that means it's important to these people to be
8: there. And it also shows you how much of an impact Tom has had, not only just on the guys that he works with, you know, as far as the offense, but everybody. I mean, Tom has made such an impact. When I came here, we used to have lunch together. We used to sit down and have conversations and just talk about life, talk about perspective. And I just see, you know, Tom 20 years later, he's, you can see his personality. You see him smiling, laughing and being the genuine funny guy that we saw. Everybody else, man, is this guy a robot? Does he ever smile? Does he have any emotion? But now since he's retired, he could take a deep breath. He's gone through a lot, and um, now you know he's just living his best life. What has it uh, been like working
5: with with Devin? You know, you have mentioned that you have the, the, all the former Patriots coming back. What's it like being a teammate with him now? Just very, very,
8: just a very humble young man, a guy that has such a beautiful future. I mean, he was a heck of a football player, great free safety. I think he was the best free safety that played um, under Belichick in the Patriots uniform. Um, a guy that it matters to him and you can tell with his preparation the conversations that we've had I try to offer him a little bit of advice um, but just a family man great husband I'm just extremely proud you know I never thought that NBC would give another Patriot safety and opportunity so I felt really proud of that because I take pride in my job I take pride in trying to do the right thing being consistent it's been 15 years and People look, oh, what happened to you? You're not in the studio. Well, God had something different for me. I went from the studio to being on the field where I can interact with players, coaches, general managers, and just being so close to the game. And Devin's doing such a wonderful job in the studio. Come on, man. Two Patriots doing Sunday night football. Come yeah, on maybe maybe NBC knew.
5: What a, what a tandem that would have been. Oh, my with, gosh. With the free safety like Dev, and, you Missed know, it by
8: that the much, old too. school strong. <laughs> right? Old school strong to, safety. Yeah, I definitely wanted his contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
9: Um, it's not a big sample size, Rodney. And you're a student, you're, so you're watching everything. How have they done? In, you don't replace Devin McCourty. You don't replace Rodney Harrison. Never. So how what have you seen that they're trying to do because he was such an integral part of – the communication making sure that everybody's in the right spot and everything like that what have you seen as they're trying to replace well I think
8: the players that they get obviously you can't just learn one position you have to be able to learn multiple positions and if you can't communicate you can't play with the Patriots I don't care if you're a corner because at times even if you're a corner Marcus Jones he's playing safety sometimes you know Kyle Duggar he's playing deep middle part of the field but he's also playing linebacker but he's also playing strong safety in the box so you have to be able to know and be able to communicate multiple positions and when I come off the field, I have to be able to say, "Okay guys, this is what happened at the linebacker position, but also be able to switch my mindset to this is what happened at the nickel spot." So, these guys are smart, they all communicate, and they know that they have to be efficient at every position that they play. Could you have played, you know, the way they they do it absolutely, now? Could absolutely. you have figured it out? See, the difference would have been and the reason why I used to hit guys up high because guys would actually come and tell me, "Hey, Rod, Come on, man, avoid my knees because I'm trying to make a living. I got three kids and a wife, and and I'm like, cool. I don't want to hit you in the knees. But if you're asking me, I can go full speed and hit a guy in his knees now as opposed to hitting him up high, trying to protect him, then I would have made the necessary adjustments, definitely. All
4: right, we're back from lunch, or at least some of us are. Evan went out to practice. It's deuce. Holding down the fort here for a minute. Fred dealing with yeah. stuff. Paul finishing off that oh. sandwich. All right. Got it down and uh, getting ready for hour two here on the show. Oh, there we go. We got Fred oh. back now. Don't worry. It's not going to be me are all alone. Our like <laughs> version of Patriots and Filters. What What's up with your voice? Dish. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Sweaty <laughs> balls. Come on, Mike. Keep it going. <laughs> I couldn't keep going. Keep it going. I forgot. I forgot. Your balls are so tender. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Pete Schwitty. So, yeah. Here we are. Oh, you're just. um, I'm back. All right. Good. Yeah. Take over, Fred.
0: All right. Uh, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Uh, We're talking, of course, all things Patriots, getting ready for the Jets. Uh, Evan has left for practice. We'll see who's out there. So he will be back from practice soon. Can't wait. See who's out there. uh, News came out late last night that Trent Brown was given a little bit of a a bump this year, incentive-based, but $2 million. So we'll see if he's out celebrating, uh, (laughs) you know. He, He has a chance to maybe earn... Two million extra dollars.
4: Uh, probably in the works for a while, I would guess. I mean, we all went back last year when all of a sudden he was playing left tackle, that they probably wanted this to happen last year. I go year. back to training camp. You know, yeah. I mean, I go back to, you know, when they first put him in left tackle and been like, hey, what? We didn't yeah. realize. No, but
5: like he started, you know, he didn't really do a whole lot in training camp. He mm-hmm. was out there, but yeah. he wasn't really participating, so he wasn't really dealing with anything, and he laughed at us when we asked about it. I um, mean, now here you go. You get a couple million in incentives, much like Matthew Judon. Um, I think there might have been some some of that with Devante Parker as well.
4: It's yeah. like guys that was sort of angry for different reasons and kind of got a little extra. A little bit interesting to me that they would redo the contract and not really consider re-signing him. I mean, they don't have any tackles really coming back next year, except for the. I guess the new guys are probably under contract, but you know, as far as starters right now, certainly Trent's not coming back, um, well, or at least not, not. I mean, sorry, I, I misspoke. He, you know, well, not under contract not right under contract, now. Contract. But Let's hope. You know that that. But, let's hope they've learned that lesson. But if you're talking to them about a little sweetener, you know, you, no, no consideration to maybe hey, Let's tack another year on and, and maybe at least provide a body here
0: when we come back mm-hmm. next year at, at tackle to, to work with. We're focused on twenty twenty three, Mike. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bradley writes in. Thanks uh, for moving these podcasts to YouTube for every show. YouTube lets us rewind the, from the beginning for those of us who can't catch the first hour but don't want to wait till it's complete and sent out to Spotify or other platforms to listen. I thoroughly enjoy listening to you guys on my lunch break, and now I'm able to rewind and catch the full show from the beginning while you're actively live. Really appreciate the push to get these on YouTube. Oh, and of course, we get to see your smiling faces as we go 6 and 11 this year. (laughs) Fingers crossed we turn it around for more excitement and uplifting Patriots Unfiltered Shows. All right. I'll try try my best here for uplifting. But look at winning; it helps everything. I tell you that, that it does. Uh, right. Melvin's on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Melvin?
10: What's up, y'all? What's going on? Hey, hey. Two things. Uh, the first thing is in regards to the, just the division itself. the Last, you know, big picture, uh, the two big dogs, I guess, Miami and the uh, Bills. For the most part, whenever they come to play us at home. They can come in play about an average game, and for most part beat you there's a big gap between that i was i was expect- in this previous game, I felt like if Miami wanted to score more they they probably could it wasn't too much that we could do really to stop them at particular moments, but I feel like they put their you know took their foot off the gas a little bit, but it didn't seem like from an overall standpoint, the score itself seemed close, but I mean the game was over pretty much. Pretty early. Yeah. Just a general feeling. No, I hear what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't
10: and, know. Yep. And then the second thing is like with our players, you know, um, just adjusting to different players. I know uh, Douglas fumbled or whatever it is like that. But in that particular moment, I know Bills talked about previous times, you know, it's, it, I mean, players are different. People respond differently. Um, you know, generations are different these days. So, in further, I know the guy fumbled. Clearly, I know the guy fumbled, but further embarrassing him or further like doing particular things to him. I don't know how that. There's is. Two things you're supposed to do. Is, I think it further discourages your player and it doesn't increase your chance of winning this game. Necessarily. Who knows? The guy could have went in there and caught a 90 yard bomb like Gary Wilson. Who knows? You See, know, if, and you if can put him back. in there.
0: No, I agree. Like, it's not it's not like you have all these other guys like, you know, that are producing. And, like, Correct. why are we going to put a guy out there that's going to fumble when we have all these other guys that are producing? And I think Bill tried to make that point after the game, but it fell on deaf ears because, you know, he was like, you know, we had other guys having productive games, you know, and but, he didn't finish it and by saying. Didn't. Right. That's he the didn't, thing that really bothered right, me. Right. That's the thing. It's like. I can understand that mentality if you've got a bunch of playmakers. Right. Like, why are we going to put a guy out that's going to give the ball to the other team when we have other playmakers?
5: And an underrated... But that's
0: not the point. The point for this year on this team is that you don't. That this guy is one of your more dynamic guys, and yeah. you need him. for the, In the best interest of the team, you need Correct. him. It's not like other years where, okay, you know, uh, we've got James White, and we've got a bunch of other guys, and we, you know— yeah, and
10: last, he's young. He could shut down. There's like a lot of different emotional things that he could do. Or he could just go out for a
0: 60 um, yard. You don't know, but. Yeah, I'm less worried time. about his mental down. state than I am about winning the football game.
5: Well, I, see, you know? to me, it's both. I think Melvin's right. Yeah. I think that can have adverse effects. And he's right to say, well, you know, these. He's soft. Well, that, because this. I'm not going to get into a big thing, but you can't tell me there aren't differences between a lot of these guys now sure. than they
0: would have been 20 years ago. Yeah, give me the tough guys. But anyway. Right. But, and, but, and you don't know if you have I, one. I'm not worried about I'm worried about winning the game and having guys out there that can well, help me win Well, that's first and game. foremost. Yeah. But but I'm going to tell you, and I don't think a lot of people have talked about this. So it was fumbling.
5: And what did he do the rest of the game, Mike? Return punts. Does that make sense to no. anybody? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm worried about him fumbling. He's got to go and feel shame because he fumbled, and now I'm going to have him handle punts. Right. And one of bu- one of them, by the way, he started running backward.
4: I uh, I mean, I don't want to. I don't. Sorry, I'll, I'll let Melvin for, finish before I. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. I was trying to yeah. see
5: what
0: they're going to fight, but. Yeah. All right. No, no we, you, got, you, we got you, no fight. You're, you're always good at starting oh, no, fights. No, no, Thanks, we're, all, we're all in oh, agreement no. that Demario
5: yeah, yeah. Douglas. I think I, I'm with Melvin and Mike and Fred. I I think they. He should have been no. continued to be a part of that offense, and, and they had
4: about four positive
5: plays in that game, and he made two of
4: them. Yeah, and they, and they, you know, Bill O'Brien continued to kind of dance around it and kind of say, you know, similar to what Bill did, of, you know, and, and I'm not going to say that that they're that They're being, you know, fully upfront, and you know, it's just no one came out and said we benched him, you know, like every the whole thing well, is just said, been like, This he is said how it's he'll been. learn
0: from it, he yeah. Said that
4: which is like, and I, and I and I still think he did, and I still think that we should be outraged about it, but it just doesn't like make sense to me with Paul saying you're gonna bench him, but you're gonna let him return punts, you know, like I don't know, they're just. It doesn't it may it might not be as cut and dry as he fumbled and these that's it, he's done, put him over there. I, I, I wonder if it's, you know, not quite as that cut and dry. I just think it's crazy that we're in week two and we're all kinda up in arms that they pulled DeMario Douglas, the 6 round rookie, to put in Juju Smith Schuster. I mean it just it illustrates what has happened and, and how much things have changed yeah. then kind of our preseason I mean, prediction of, it was definitely you know, a mistake by the kid. The guy. There's
0: no doubt. I mean, you, there's no excuse for it. you got to be aware of what's going on ar- yeah, all around I, you. But, I just think it was a tough one. A lot of guys yeah. made mistakes yeah. on Sunday. You know, think. you can't take them all out of the game no. every time they make a mistake. I think,
5: I think fumbles can be different, too. I do. They and can. I, I, know it, yeah. I know it sounds silly. Like To me, the Ezekiel Elliott fumble was far more egregious than that one was. You know, oh, f- yeah.
4: I would say so. Didn't put the ball away. I mean, Douglas yeah. had the ball in. He didn't had no idea that Chubb was in a veteran, kind of in a, a traffic-filled screen pass area where you know there's going to be arms. I mean, I even said it out loud on Douglas's first pass when he was running, I'm like hold on to the ball. You know, it's just you know those things with a rookie are just so important. And I mean, didn't everybody see that coming though? Yeah, as soon now, as, as as he was out
0: of no, we don't we're not privy to practice. For all I was going to say, I'm going
4: to take Bill's side on that.
0: You're yeah. right, Fred. Like because this,
5: th- th- he came from college with a. Yeah, I talked a little bit about this with him. Um, I mean, with coaches, he had a little bit of a ball security issue. Yeah,
0: and maybe it's, it's reared its head in practice, and Bill said, listen, you can't do that, and, you know, he had to make a point. But yeah. I just, I'm just i just looking at the state of the game and the team at that point. Yeah, you're right, Frank. You know. Like, the first and foremost – you got to yeah.
5: try to do everything you can to win a game. Now,
0: if he does it again, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, we're now we're handing the other team the game. But I just think it's setting up something really interesting as far as him,
4: not maybe direct conflict is the wrong word because they're teammates and they're both vying for a position. But I mean, I think everybody right now is saying, you know, and I think Greg even reported Bedard said, you know, someone on the Dolphins said he's like their only real explosive player. I read that today, you know, I, I thought that was interesting. Like, it, you know, it's true. So we're all going to want him on the field. So is that going to be directly in conflict with Juju, who is, you know, we all know what's going on with Juju right now. He was, you know, peace they signed to a significant off off, you know, offseason uh, deal. So it's just, it's, it's just going to continue to come to a head, get Juju off the field, get Pop Douglas on there. You know, is that going to be kind of the rallying cry of, of how to get this offense to be more explosive? And is it going to come at the expense of, you know, one of your crown jewels of free agents? Yeah, and yesterday we made a comment um, about,
5: you know, what Bill said, you know, what was the biggest problem? You know, you stressed the turnovers. fast start turnovers. And I think I I know at the time I said, you know, I'm also starting to get a little annoyed at some of the comments. And that was one of them. We never really got back to that yesterday. The first game against Philadelphia, turnovers were huge. I mean, a, a direct pick six that yeah. takes, you know, it takes a 3 nothing game with you on the move and takes it, it, it makes it a 10 nothing game. That was a huge swing in the game. And then you follow it up on your next snap by turning it over again to give them a short field to then make it 16 nothing. No one would argue that. What was the difference in that game? Turnovers. Early turnovers put us in a hole. This game, I'm sorry. The difference in the game was not a, a, a turnover. And the difference in the start of the game. You didn't fall behind 17 to 3 because you fumbled on the second series and then let Miami go. You have the game book right in yep. front of you, Mike. Yep. What was the drive that made it 10 nothing?
4: Uh, that would be the next one. That would be 11 plays, 73 yards. Okay, you didn't you
5: didn't you didn't lose that game because of a turnover when you let the team go 73
4: yards after said turnover. And then that was it. Yeah. Well, I mean and, and you know just to illustrate it, all right? On their first drive, the first half, they I didn't, didn't like they didn't the slow start. They didn't turn the ball over in the first half, but on second and 12, I mean first they do run for negative 2 yards, a negative play. Then Matt gets sacked for negative 9 yards. You're now in third and 21. Right. Stevenson for nothing. Now, just to compare that to the drive that you just asked me about, uh, already up 7 nothing, you know, Isaiah Wynn has an illegal block above the waist. So Back them up ten yards. They're first and nineteen. But what happens? They get a twenty-eight yard, you know, the twenty eight yard pass to Waddle. So screen. Yeah. it just it just shows you what happens why the Patriots they get in a hole, hard to come out. But when you have weapons like those guys, you can get out of those holes. And
5: the play that Douglas fumbled on was what? Third and nine, I want to say. Yep, third and eight. So third and long, he's converting the same way Miami converted. Their long yardage with a quick screen to a quick fast receiver, yep. who made a play and unfortunately fumbled, and then we don't see him again the rest of the night. And he
4: would have had the first down, and he would you know, oh he had would the have been, first down. They would have been going, you know, they would have been they would have been marching. So
0: maybe that's something to build off. Uh, Chris with the T I A N says all the knowledge in that studio, and no one's been able to pin what the issue is with this team. Isn't it obvious? It's the lighthouse bell, <laughs> bad news bell. No more bell until the team wins. It's the equivalent of singing Sweet Caroline at Fenway when the socks are getting blown out. <laughs> I don't know. That ha- that happens at the beginning of the game. Yeah, we don't but, ring the yeah. bell in the middle of the fourth <laughs> right. quarter. <laughs> right, but uh, yeah. I know he's just having fun. Right. Oh boy. <laughs> Everybody's a comedian. Although we did
5: have Kevin Falk on
0: uh, the Tim, our friend and Dunkin' Donuts love the halftime show with Rodney Harrison. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hot Rod. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's great. He's he's
5: just he's was always one of my did favorites with the you and Of him course kind of I did. Bond. Big, hug. Yeah. Big hug.
0: Yeah. Big hug, Freddie. Any uh any
5: I saliva? Said to, I said exchange? to Brad. I said to Bradley afterwards. I said, "You know, I used to have relationships with the players." Yeah. <laughs> he started laughing. Uh, Vidu
0: in California. What's up?
5: Hey guys, can you hear me?
11: Yes. Yep. Yeah, cool. Hey, uh I'm California long-time Pats fan. I remember uh, put a, a bucket under my leaking roof in the 2018 AFC Championship because I just couldn't be bothered.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
11: <laughs> um, so I I, you know, I don't want to take up too much time because I'm another a lot of folks, so I don't want to get to the point here. What is it going to take to fix this O-line? Because my theory is, you know, Max, like you got, what, two seconds, 2.4 seconds to throw the ball? You give him a bit more time to throw that ball Receivers know that Mac has a little bit of time; they can get a bit more open. Plays can get a bit more explosive. Things just haven't been looking good since Kornacki left. No, I hear so, you. So, you know, is it, yeah, yeah, coaching or, or talent or players? Like, in your opinion, I mean, we may not have the right answer, right? But what do you think we need to do? To uh, now we're in the offseason to fix this O line. Well, I mean, let's start there, right? Yeah, I mean, talent,
0: talent, a tackle. But I'm, I'm going to make a players. prediction. This is a good test this week because this is a formidable front seven, good defense. I think you're going to see improvement. It's not going to be, it can't, you know, be, Dallas Cowboys. It can't be worse. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're going to see improvement. You know, Strange now has a game under his belt. And Wenyu has a game under his belt. Trent Brown, I think, is going to be back. Um, you know, David Andrews is still there, of course. Um, does I think Lowe low play right tackle, or do you think? They I stick mean, with I, I think Anderson? anything will be on the table. Yeah, anything will be on the table. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't
5: think it'll be as bad because I don't think you can play that bad two weeks in a yeah, row against I, anybody.
0: You're going to see it be better. It's not going to be great, but it's going to be better than last week.
11: Yeah, let's hope so. Because I saw, I saw a Strange and I think it was Strange and a Wenyu left one guy i know they they were both holding the one dude and they couldn't even hold him i was like come on i know we can do better
0: yeah you know yeah (laughs) yep cool all right hey love you guys all All right thank you for calling um let's go to rooney in tennessee rooney Rooney. what's up rooney hello hi this is not rooney it's ernie ernie Ernie. oh man matt that's not even close (laughs) Ernie Adams.
4: Sick accent. Um,
2: Yeah. uh, I thank you guys for the great content that uh, you guys put out. Thank you. I really
0: appreciate. Ernie, can you come back to the booth and, you know, call Bill during the game? I'm only kidding.
4: You know, they had Rodney Harrison at halftime. Did that bring back memories?
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, Yeah, you guys do a great job and uh, just appreciate you guys. Um, My beef is with Bill not starting the younger guys. Or or put him in the doghouse, like he did with uh, Douglas. Then you got Booty. You know, they don't even give the guy a chance. He makes a couple mistakes, and he's out of it. Booty was hurt. Just
5: you know, just to clarify, Booty had a hamstring pull that limited him during the course of the week, and that's why he was inactive.
7: Oh, okay.
5: Uh, But the the Douglas thing we've talked about, we agree with you, Ernie. Um, Yeah. We thought it was a strange choice to sort of take him out of the offense from that point on, and. I do think he has let some of the younger players play a little bit, um, not a, not a ton defense, um, defense not a ton. ton other than yeah. Gonzalez, Gonzalez plays every snap, um, but yeah. White White and Mapu have been sort of part time players, yeah. and, and they're finding their way. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I think it's at least a positive sign that Bill's letting some of these young guys yeah. both kick play. Okay. I think that, they'll that figure it out by that the end count, of the Mike.
2: End. I think I think that we'll see a better product to the middle. Of, I think they get be- they'll get better. Uh, I, I think so too.
5: When the schedule lightens up, now, we'll have the
0: same thing that we've had the last three better, years. They'll play better, better against the Saints <laughs> than they did against the Dolphins. <laughs> okay. There's some other I good teams in the, the schedule. they
5: play
7: better,
0: too. though. And not Sunday.
11: Even against it. the tougher teams.
5: Yeah. 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 I didn't see it. It's not, I, th- I think in the first game, absolutely. Philly's a yeah. good team. Philly's a good offense, and they made that offense look average. Well, we'll see. All right. Yeah. Thanks, I thought the Ernie. defense played really well against Philly. I still think that. Like, I don't change my opinion because of what i saw the following week i think they played well in the first game uh
0: eric's in new jersey what's up eric
2: hey freddie paul uh yeah paul i think the you know the eagles playing not playing uh, another preseason there might have had something to do with it but maybe maybe yeah uh i want to kind of give us uh, two points here and kind of see your guys take on it um the i see the only two viable options to make this offense uh any dynamic would be demario douglas uh And then, you know, Taequann Thornton, I mean, he's the only guy that can, you know, they have the two skill sets that aren't replicated on this roster. Um, And possibly, do you see them, you know, maybe trying to get creative as using those motions that McDaniels uses with Hill, Waddle, to kind of, you know, free up that space with, you know, Taequann so he's not getting jammed off the line? and. You know, maybe get those downfield throws and I'll take it off the line.
4: Thank God. Yeah. I've been I've been thinking that's, about that. Uh, I mean it's, could it's see some of that. It's yeah, it's not? appealing in theory. Um in practice. I wish I'd seen it to like have some excitement about Thornton and say, you know, I think his speed can really, you know, help complement this offense and, you know, maybe I mean that's the thought that's going through my brain constantly. Like, Well, if maybe Douglas and Thornton, like maybe those two get them out there, you know, with Parker and, and a little smattering of Bourne and then maybe you, you've got some speed, but Unfortunately, I just I can't tell you that I've seen a lot out of Taekwon Thornton enough to at least make me think that it's it's possible. I mean, in theory, it is that you know the player we thought we were getting when he came out,
0: but I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, How about Eldred in North Carolina? What's up, Eldred?
1: Hey, fellas, how y'all doing today? All right. I'm doing pretty good, Paul. Sir, I'm I'm gonna pick with you because for ten to twelve years you've been picking at me. And I kept saying, "You need a better GM because he can't draft." Bill's a good drafter. That why was feel now, buddy.
5: Touche, <laughs> touche, buddy. I don't let a lot of people. I don't let a lot of people talk to me like that. But you get away with it, Eldridge. I like it.
1: Yeah, but there's one thing that keep bugging me about this offense, and even with McDaniel's and uh, uh, Bill or uh, Bill O'Brien, why do you want to go deep with the slowest receivers on the team? I can't, never un- I can't never understand that. I know you got Rager, and he only been there a couple of days, but you can't tell him to do a sluggo or, or a flag, you know, to the to the goal line yeah, with that I, speed and then try to throw it to him. I can never understand that with that offense.
5: I go back to the previous caller um, and sort of the idea of, you know, getting Thornton out there and maybe sending him over the top and having Douglas, you know, underneath, you know, two speedier guys maybe can carve out some space. Uh, Rager is is what he is. I mean, he's a he's a washout journeyman at this point. I, I'm, not out I'm not expecting anything okay. from him. Now, maybe okay, you know who knows? Maybe they resurrect his career. You know, it wouldn't be completely unprecedented, but I don't know. What well, do you think? Mike?
4: I mean, they just promoted him to not even let him enter the game. So right. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I mean know that 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 <laughs> to me <laughs> insurance
5: that to me told me that they didn't know if Parker would be able to play every yeah. snap. He played every snap, and they didn't need
0: Rager. Right? Yep. Thanks, Eldred. Appreciate the call. Um, I'll do a quick, e- no, oh, there's Evan. Oh, hello. Guess what?
2: Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? What's
3: up, Evan? Hello, hello. So... Miraculously, by some miracle, Trent Brown back. Didn't see that at Patriots practice today. I think
0: the incentive was, can you show up to practice today? And they said, uh, okay, we'll give you $2 million. Do that. Uh,
3: some more good news, Jonathan Jones and City So both back as well. There we go. Uh, the yeah. only player pencil <laughs> without uh, what we believe to be an excused absence for Devon Godshaw. Congratulations to him and his fiance with the baby. 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 Uh, Marcus Jones yeah no no marcus jones no marcus jones uh shoulder is what it was reported yep. as during the game by the team
5: so uh, be curious to see if there's a concussion involved as well Good well well like he because he got they b- made a big deal of it first yeah. time yeah. yeah like he like he hit his head on that play too and i i think he definitely has a shoulder injury i could you know the way they were coming off the field with yeah. his his arms sort of tucked up but um there i think there was some head contact there too and who knows
0: uh, the weather is nice here, seventy-two degrees. So, did that Does affect it... the mood at all, Evan? <laughs> no, no? <laughs> no, still a lot of grousing. It's
3: still some grousing. Uh, no, no, I, there wasn't a ton of grousing, but uh, you know, a co- couple practices in a row where we haven't really had a whole lot of time out there. Oh. Uh, what? Not, not a lot of time last I week either, and uh, not a lot of time today. So basically, you have the bare minimum amount of time to take attendance and and get the and heck out. Of, get the heck out of here.
0: It's funny. This is an aside, but I was reading because we're going to Germany. So I was reading the rules of practice access in Germany and the the league mandates that, you know, for the practices in Germany, media has to have up to 30 minutes, at least, you know, 30 minutes of practice time or when the team goes into their team drills. So it's like. Does anyone from the league understand how this works? <laughs> you know, like the like so they start the team drills five minutes in and then it's over. Yeah. You know? Like there's no sense in putting in the thirty oh, minutes. Man. You I know? thought we were gonna get to watch a whole practice in Germany for right. a second. So it's in <laughs> other words, it's gonna be no different than the practices yeah. we get here. Yeah, and yeah. I mean,
3: listen, it's not not a not a big deal, but I yeah. just uh, yeah, that was very short out there today, so I have no idea how anybody looked or anything that went on. You barely it, got the mood. Yeah, Marcus Jones uh, can't play.
5: Is that really up pads, the Jets' mood? Pads.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, pads today. Pads full pads. So, so they've been doing full pads Wednesday. They, they've been doing pads most Wednesdays. Yeah, I would say since the first and second down day usually. Yeah, you know. mo- most Wednesdays they've been doing pads. Uh, you know, Bill O'Brien said yesterday that run game, obviously, with how bad it's been, is going to be a huge emphasis. So. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You know, put the guys in pads and let's let's try to get the this thing rolling for Ramondre. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: Um, there have been several media people who have had very hot takes lately. Oh, Were they out there? Him. Any of the hot takers?
3: Uh, I'm not sure you're referencing. So uh, Greg Bedard. <laughs>
0: was he out there? He was, he was what was his hot Craig take? Greg Bedard doesn't go oh, to Oh, did you hear him either. yesterday? No. Oh, he was just like. I read him today. He had a yeah. rant. Oh yeah, <coughs> it was yeah. good. It was yeah. good yeah. stuff. Evan liked it. I liked it. Actually, like he he did make a lot of sense. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> I
5: you know I read the stuff that, that uh, he and Giardi have been talking about with the defensive game plan, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure I um, I'm on board. I, I I think I'm more on, on Belichick's side. Um, I know that probably stunned you, Fred. Um, the whole you know passive approach on defense. I, I, I yeah. I'm not telling you it worked. Because I don't think it worked. I don't think they played very well. But I think the reason why it didn't work for the most part was because I don't think they tackled the way they normally do and swam to the ball and, and whatnot. But, like, I, I don't think it was a a dumb sort of idea to say, we're going to just put everybody back and make sure that they go the long way. I don't think that was a – I mean, it, like I said, it didn't work. Yeah. So I'm not trying to give them credit for something that I don't really think was executed properly, but – if you just played them straight up, do you think it would have been any better? Well, just like yeah, it could have been a lot worse.
4: Trying to go get them, right? I you know? know, we'll see. I mean, it's not that far before they play them again. I think it's just. Uh... But what
5: was his hot take? What did I miss? Well, I, I just think eh, that, like just to that,
3: I agree with you generally. that like that's the kind of the only way you can play offenses like that. I think Jabril Pepper said it best after the game when he said, "You have to make them snap the ball as much as possible. Like if they're just if they're just going right down the field in five six plays all night long, then it, then we're screwed." But at the same time this team needs the defense to dictate the game, right? Like the defense point, And they have a lot of
5: money on the defense. The, the defense true.
3: can't just like bend, don't break. And they can't just hold on against good offenses. The defense needs to win the game. Yeah. And they were very, very far from winning the game. But his rant about pop Douglas was spot on yeah. spot. I mean, the point that he made about, so Zeke fumbles on his first ever touch as a Patriot in week one, and is immediately put right back into the game, but then a rookie fumbles on a rookie mis- moment. Really, it was all it was, and never sees the field again. So, like, where's the consistency, like, w- with it? Either you're in the doghouse for turning a ball over, or not. It's a over, rookie rule.
0: It's a rookie rule. I mean, we've seen it before here, you know. And, and I haven't liked it then. No, we never liked it. But that's what and he does. I would even but go. Conditions on the ground have changed since those times, you know. Yeah, that's my thing. You know, like we're desperate right now. We're desperate for diet. We're desperate for somebody who's dynamic. I mean, it's not exactly the same
4: uh, in any way, but I just like, I was just thinking of Welker getting benched before that. Uh, well, that Jets and, that was a, and that's
5: not a rookie thing. and I think a, it's yeah. an inconsistency thing.
4: Yeah, that was he, guys you like, guys you don't like.
0: Yeah, well, it's that's it, what I'm thinking. But I also think that that's you know Bill, you know, um, you know just paying respect to another coach, you know? Yeah. That, and I get it. I get that, you know? I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I wonder if Ezekiel if Elliott did that, if he would have gotten benched. My guess is no. <laughs> um, Micah from South Dakota, you guys opened the show by talking about how the Jets' offensive line hasn't been good in their first two games. I feel like our pass rush hasn't been playing anything spectacular to start either. I want to see Matthew Judon... Uh, make his presence known this week. What are your thoughts on Jude on possibly having a big game? Also, I saw that Christian Gonzalez is third highest rated corner in the league on through mm-hmm. the first two <laughs> weeks. What have you seen from Christian Gonzalez early this year that makes him so highly rated? Athleticism. Athleticism. Yeah. I like it. He can move His ability, fluid. The, mm-hmm. the, the swivel hips, Yeah. the ability to cut with the player. I mean, that's a rare talent. Yep. You know, I go back to Rivas like that. I just love watching... Revis do that. Just yeah. Mirror his, you know, the receiver. You know, obviously Deion uh Dion, Dion Sanders was amazing prime. You know, he but Coach, Coach Prime, Coach Prime, yeah.
5: Coach Prime. Did um, you hear what Coach Prime did at practice? Did you hear this? I did. Good
0: for him. Yeah.
5: Putting, you pumping music in? Oh, oh no. I didn't noise hear that. into his practice. I didn't hear that. All oh, oh, like, like, right. I never I don't I don't know if I've ever seen that he's in any to... level of football. That's before. revolutionary. I've never seen it. Trying
0: to mimic the sound of the game. Correct. Oh my god.
4: Like they actually had
0: like How did the, he think of the that? the
4: Oregon Fight song playing <laughs> oh, like Chestnut Checkers. Guys wow. are being facetious. Uh, I thought you were talking about um him uh referencing the player who hit uh Hunter out of band, you know on the sidelines and you know, yeah, he kinda was, stood up for the yeah, player yeah. and said, you know, they all kind of came out of, I thought that's yeah. what Well, I,
5: I loved the, the player who got hit. It's like no, that's yeah. football. Yeah. No, you like got you get, I, you get No more death threats, please. Can I
3: defend that the pass rush thing in that email for sure, a second? Yeah, sure. Matthew yeah. John's been great. He's been their the only impactful
5: front seven guy. He was player. the only front seven guy that showed up the other night. Yeah. Like and that.
3: and I, I would say that in this game against Miami, if you want to get on them for the run defense, totally valid. It's not their fault that yeah. Tua was getting the ball out in 1.98 seconds. Like, you can't get home when yeah. the quarterback is getting the ball out that quickly, right. and he's getting it out that quickly because they're eight yards off all the receivers the entire game. It's so,
4: two very specific offenses, I think, that just limit how much you can really go and attack the quarterback. I think it's situational. I thought
3: week one they really got after Hurts.
0: I thought they did a good job in week one, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Chris in Colfax, California. I personally may be on an island here, but I would be perfectly okay with the Patriots winning two games this year, <laughs> both Jets games.
5: Yes, you are on As Island. long oh, as man. Gonzo
0: continues to show he's a building block of the defense. Yeah, don't White, make me Mop- suffer through a 2-15 season. White <laughs> and Mapu keep getting playing time and getting better, and one of the young receivers shows he can be a good player. All of this, take Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams with the first pick, and hand the reins to Billy O, and build this team for a quick turnaround. Oh, so he's talking about But you
4: got to get him weapons, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how all those things
5: happen and they only (laughs) win two games. But I mean, the way he explained it, you could sort of say, "Uh, I mean, okay." like every young guy we have is a building block for the future, but somehow it's not translating to any success. And um, I know he's being a little yeah, yeah, tongue at least we have Gonzo.
0: David writes in, I love Bill love and have Gonzo. defended him for years, but it's crazy he hasn't gotten an elite number one receiver. I feel Mac would take a massive leap if he had one. I think about all the top quarterbacks and how they play without their elite pass catcher. I love Bill, and I wish there was a way to keep him as a coach but not as GM. Also, proud member of the Booty Clap Bandits. Shout-out to Mason on Catch-22 last week. What is this? Is this something that you, guys, you guys? have a little cult. Well, what's on. a clap band? I I don't know. Oh, come on, you know. I I honestly this don't is where know.
5: he throws it all on Alex's lap now. <laughs> right. <laughs> these are Some the things, Stupid thing, the, Alex the, came the, with. These
3: are like the Patriots Twitter things that like Barth knows that make, it makes us a good duo because my head's in the sand when it comes to these things. He, he, I don't know, but the
0: booty clap band.
3: Bo- booty. Was an active, a uh, healthy scratch. I don't think he
5: was a healthy scratch. You think, I think it was he the had a, I think he had a hamstring. I don't know.
3: He played pretty poorly. You're doing a good Eagles. job
5: if
2: you make the booty clap.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks. Make your booty go, Matt. Again, enough uh, about your weekend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I,
5: I would. I would disagree with you on that. I think he. I don't think that they, they elevate a guy off the practice squad to not play if Booty was healthy.
0: I don't think that makes uh,
3: any I, that, sense. I I agree with you there. I suppose, but I don't think Booty's seen the field regardless.
0: Well, that could be, yeah. Uh, Spee and Fresno, I'll be schlepping across this great nation for work and scored a ticket for this Sunday's Patriots-Jets game. Will wear my James White jersey. Madame Morant's judgment be damned. Fred, while at the game, what can I do to help the team? Originally, I figured storming the field and maybe streaking could boost Max's Spirits, but... Now I'm figuring I should focus my efforts on relaying the pregame show keys to the game yeah. to the Patriots' sideline. Oh, they'll get him. Don't Any worry. messages you'd like me to give the A-hole Jets fans, Zach Wilson looks like a garbage pail kid. <laughs> you can you can hold up pictures of your mother to Zach Wilson. Maybe yeah. that'll distract him. Oh. You
5: know? I think that would get him in a good mood. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'll oh, mom would feel about
0: that, though. Yeah. Uh, but uh, be careful.
4: That's now, be like careful out there, kids. With yeah.
5: Parker, you know, the whole thing about him playing every snap. Every snap. So I wouldn't be surprised if Booty's (laughs) a healthy scratch this week. (laughs) Because I think they had an extra guy last week just in case Parker wasn't healthy. Now they probably feel like I don't, oh, he made it out, so maybe they don't need booty at all.
3: It's either one of two things. You always, always need booty. Either Parker just wasn't good the other night, which is possible.
5: Or he wasn't healthy. Or he wasn't
3: healthy, but he did not. the film
5: was not friendly to Devontae Parker. Yeah, I don't think the film's overly friendly to any of their receivers, I, not named DeMario I, Douglas. I
4: kind of know what you're going to say, Paul. I'm going to say it anyway, though. Can you just give Rieger a couple snaps to see what he looks like? I mean, I know that there's probably not much there, but like you dressed him, you, you elevated him, you only get a couple elevations a year on these kind of guys. Like, Is it worth just uh, give yeah, him a I, couple snaps? You know what I think of him. I know, I do. That's the, the, I know. the <laughs> Parker thing, though. Like it, the interception was
3: was a bad throw by Mac. I'm not trying to absolve Mac of any wrongdoing, but, but it was a
5: really bad play by Parker. If too. you're
3: Devonte Parker, you cannot get like bullied out of bounds right. like that by Zeke. That's Zim what I that, like. like that's, just that was my looks. question
0: after the in the post game show. I was like, why is he out of bounds? I, know, and is he got? Yeah, if, if, we, if we were dominated. if we were uh, have knocked into the cheerleaders. No, yeah. if
4: we were DU Dolphins and Felder, I feel like I would be saying this is like textbook from Xavier Howard. Like, you know, I mean, I know it, it can happen to Parker, but like he did everything perfect, oh, including yeah. making the interception. But I mean, talk about pinning a guy to the sideline so he has nowhere to go and then being able to turn around and make the, gotta, the ball. It was just you awesome got at ball. least contend. Could yeah. test the catch right. point if you're Parker. Like even if
3: he just got even if you don't come out. up with it, like at least make it a harder interception for Xavier Howard. Yes. I mean, he just didn't have any fight whatsoever on that pass, and
0: Howard just completely well, it, dominated. And it also him. looked on the play like Howard picked up the ball faster than Parker. Like Parker turned. Well, that's because Parker was mixed up with the chili. Right. You know, like Howard had a beat on the ball before Parker did. You know, it, just, um, it was just a. It was. Ba- it was
5: a b- bad. I thought it was a bad play. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. situationally, a bad read, bad throw, bad route, bad—you uh, know, sort bad, of reaction. bad, bad, bad yeah. reaction to the
0: throw. I think there's a lot of blame to go around on that. I wonder uh, thought it was bad. Kevin in Dublin. Uh, I won't add to the various concerns voiced about the state of the patron's talent. However, thank you. I think there is a real leadership void in this team. I don't like how this team reacts to tough situations, and that extends to Bill. This team has a soft underbelly, and that could be the thing that kills their season in September. Now I'm wondering what his examples of that are because they fought both games. Like after digging yeah. a hole, they fought back, you know? Yeah. So I don't know like where he's coming I, up I, with that.
3: I just think like all this stuff, like leadership and all this intangible stuff, like it's easy to be a great leader when you're winning. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think that that's the problem. Like, I don't think the problem isn't that they don't have any raw, raw guys in the locker room or anything like that. I think the problem is, is that they don't have a, a whole lot of talented players on offense. So they're they're losing games, and I I don't think yeah. that that's gonna ma- magically change because like somebody gives a great halftime speech and they and they all come out and are let's win one for the Gipper like I don't think that that's I, gonna.
4: I mean I I'd love to get a after Matthew Slater retires, get a real answer. What was it like the last few years when you guys went from constantly AFC championships, Super Bowls, to being, you know, a team that they are, a team that has to fight every week. And every week everyone goes to Matthew Slater for the answers. And, you know, I mean, he's he's obviously a wonderful human being and, you know, says things that are, you know, inspirational. But it's just got to be such a challenge for him. Like you said, it's easy to be a leader when, when you're winning. But I, I imagine that he's probably getting, you know, as sick as, of, as we are of kind of these – recurring post-game narratives of woulda, coulda, shoulda. You shot yourself in the foot. What do you have to do this week to get back on track? Those things like I've heard that a hundred different times from Slater now. I imagine he's, he's done with it, too. Uh, Dave in
0: Bangor, Maine. I really hope you guys read this because I want answers. <laughs> first of all, I wish I had one. First of all, I think Mac, he says Max. Max. I think Max Jones is really good, okay. and I think he can get better. Okay. His deep balls need work. But his ability to read the field and put the ball where he wants it is really good. The receivers just can't catch. I think Bourne was four for ten. Juju might as well not be there, and Pop Douglas and Booty were benched for making rookie mistakes. <clears throat> That's another thing. Does Bill really think it's a good teaching technique to bench a player after a mistake? We don't have the offensive talent to be doing that. I think our best bet to salvage the season would be to trade Bourne and a high draft pick for someone like Judy or Waddle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I love trade born in a high draft pick for Waddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Miami being. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love Bourne, but he can't run the routes and he can't catch. We need a star. Can't, can't be competitive catch. with the so talent we currently <laughs> he can't have. Can't run routes. He can't but catch. But I'm a broken record. Thing. It's funny how the dumb fans knew last year was going to be a disaster, and the same dumb fans were skeptical about not having any offensive talent. It looks like the dumb fans were smarter than the smartest coach in the game. <laughs> Maybe we can draft Shadur Sanders next year. He's the next Mahomes. Mark my words. I do like shador Sanders. How about if they do that?
6: Shadur? Shador? Is that
0: how you
5: say his name? Shador. Is
3: Travis Henry coming with him?
5: <laughs> but what, what if they did that? You know, you get in a situation where you could draft him.
4: I, You know, I, I kind of come through with Mac is like I just – I'm fine with him and I don't I don't really I'm not it's really interested word. fine. I'm not really interested in like swapping him out for a veteran journeyman and like Oh I'm then not let's, either. like I Mac is like fine and unless we can clearly upgrade him in the draft because he needs to be, then great. But otherwise I would just say let's stick with Mac. Let's continue to throw it at the wall in the draft yeah. and take, you know, midday mid mid round picks. Um, but I'm not interested anymore in, like, hey, let's get rid of Mac and go for Andy Dalton for a year or Jameis Winston for a year. There or are any people of those suggesting any that? Any no. Because that would be terrible. But I totally gonna agree. Be, but that's going to be There's no season. veteran
5: that I can think of.
4: Now, I don't
5: know. I, there's none that I would be interested in that would represent a big enough upgrade over Mac yep. to make it worth it for me. Like, Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent at the yep. end yeah, of the year. No, thanks. I think he's better than Mac, but I don't think enough better to make you a, a championship contender. Yep. The only guy that
3: they – I would really be interested to know, like, if Baltimore was actually fielding trade calls for Lamar Jackson, or if that was all just posturing. Right. That's different. in the negotiation oh, yeah. because that that was the one thing that I could have seen and, that and they even could
5: Rogers, have done. you know, like I, th- those kinds of things. Unless th- it's that's a worth slam the com- dunk, obvious. That's worth a yes, conversation. I'm not interested in Kirk but like Cousins Jimmy or Jimmy Garoppolo. Kirk Cousins or, to yeah, me nope. are better, but not enough that it's going to lift. Those are guys yep. that aren't lifting their offensive players around them either. I'm also just 100%. not.
3: I'm not sure that if they're in a position to go back in the draft at quarterback, that this is the regime that I want drafting and developing said quarterback after what happened with this one. Well, like, I, I just, it's, if they're going to be in a position where it's Caleb Williams and Drake may, and like we start talking about the real quarterbacks in this class, like the top of the class,
4: then is this, re- I mean, I mean, you're, you're probably talking about it for a new head coach. How many regimes get that chance it's to have, uh, you know, multiple high first round quarterback picks. Oh, that, high-round, first-round quarterback didn't work out. Let's go get another. Like, I, 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 I can't do the math in my head, but I can't imagine that there are any, any regimes that get that chance to take multiple first-round quarterbacks and, well, the, oh, that the, one didn't the work. The Jets do it every three years. <laughs> wow. but, it's always, but they're always turning it over to new people, and you know, new coaches. Yeah, right. and yeah. you know, well, In and I, fairness, I'm, that's going to happen
5: soon. I mean, at some point, yeah, whether, yeah. You, whether you pull the plug on Belichick or not, I mean, at some point he's 71. It's not going to be here forever.
3: Well, that's kind of why I just don't have like, – if they go to a different quarterback – Who isn't Mac? That, that, I'm not saying. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, but like making a trade for Aaron Rodgers, even though that ship has sailed, like that's the type of move that you would have to make for a seventy-two-year-old. That's, yeah, year old that's bill a Bella bill. Check.
4: That's a that's a bill move, and I think you know Aaron Rodgers is no question. Like no question, Aaron Rodgers raises the the level enough. But I just outside of a high first-round pick right now, I think you just kind of stick with Mac and you you try to build the rest of the team around him, and right. then you know by the time he gets to the end fifth year, I think you know if it's not working, then you know maybe then you 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 cross that bridge, but. I, I'm. I don't want to say I'm good with Mac, but I think
0: he's. Well, let's, you know, say, the he's Patri- fine. let's yeah. say the Patriots. Let's say the Patriots finish fine. six and eleven. Okay, so that puts him, you know, bottom half of the draft. You know, are you? Mm. Or I mean, the top half of the yeah. draft. Are you in the quarterback business? I, I mean, I think you have to be. You're always in the quarterback business, but but I mean, at that level, that's the whole. That's but the whole I need level.
5: To, yeah, I need to. I mean, like I think Williams and May are going to be top three, right? Yeah. I mean, I, it's way too early to be looking at the projections, and
4: I don't. But those guys,
0: a but if you're six eleven, you're in striking distance. So, well, and you, get, and you could get
4: Harrison and put. Would you rather have Harrison with Mac, or would you rather have Caleb Williams and nobody? You
5: Caleb know? Williams yeah. and nobody. So
3: there's. I mean, there's, there's, no, it's a, me. no that's that's it's a choice. No, it's a that, choice. That, I'm me. not saying
5: that's that's the choice would, you got to make. I would rather have Marvin because I'm not I'm not big on this. Is all about all the weapons
0: for this offense. I think that's a part of it, but I don't think it's all about that. No, that's fair. Christian has a from North Carolina, has an interesting point, and there's something to it. Uh, There's a scenario that Douglas, you know, getting benched, uh, after getting benched, doesn't use his best trait now, which is being electric after the catch because he's scared to fumble and be benched. So remember Stephen Ridley? Yeah. I really think that because he got benched for a while for fumbling. He had a lot of issues. And he had a couple, you know, but I think he changed his style so much after that because he didn't want to... like and I think it affected his running ability. Whoa. You know, I mean, I really do. So cool. he wasn't tough then. No, I I just <laughs> think that style wise, <laughs> I got. I, I heard you. I heard you. But I, I got you to laugh though. That's that's what I I'm heard here. you. That's what I'm here for. But but um, I think it. it Altered his running a uh, style enough where might have. It, it, well, it, it might decreased bet. his effect. I mean, that could have
4: happened. Go to yeah. go to Damien Harris just a few years ago when he's walking around the halls like holding a football like it's the program and then and then he fumbles the next game again. Like right. you know, I just it, it's a fine line with some players like, getting in their own head and, and you know I just that's one of the things about coaching that always you know intrigues me is knowing what buttons to push. But some guys you you can't push the wrong button with them because then they get way too much in their own head and then it snowballs on. Them.
3: I mean, you walked into that locker room after the game on Sunday night, and uh, Mac, I, I don't know if.
4: Oh, Mark Daniels had a running know journal of what Mac was doing I, yeah, now, please. I, I missed those tweets.
5: So I don't know. It if wasn't a tweet. It was an article. Oh, sorry.
3: Mac, I think Mac and Pop Douglas's lockers are right next to each other. It And then Booty's locker is, is right there too, all in the receivers. And uh, Mac and Pop Douglas were sitting in their lockers with their heads down with towels over their heads in full uniform still by the time the the media got in
5: right. performative got <laughs> got
3: in the locker room which is you know 20 minutes or so after i mean everybody else is like showering like you know pads are off all that and the quarterback and, and pop is sitting in his in his locker and i'm thinking to myself like wow. quarterback i get cuz they lost a the game on a fourth down like 20 minutes ago he fumbled in, like, the first quarter. Like, you know, like, you would think that you would— Couldn't wait to get out
0: of his equipment. And, and,
3: and I—that was—it that was—like, it, I don't need a running diary of, of the whole thing. But, you know, it was some, telling.
0: Some, yeah, some people might say, oh, so what? When guys do that and they know that the media's in there, there's something to it. Performative, yeah. I, and, and it may be, but they know—they're they, okay with being seen that way is my point. Right. Because you know? you're the one who cares. Um, the, the Demario... See, he, this guy. I, I,
5: no, this I, like, guy. I just, I'm just i not here for that kind of no, stuff. But, he, and like, but the you're fact right. that, The fact that there was a running journal on it to me but is you're like right. but you're beyond right. pathetic. Like,
0: like, it's not good. I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, like no one else cares. Right. Like you have to make a show that you care. But I'm going to be but fair
5: the, about it. Demario Douglas, and I, I read all the quotes right away, um, stood, answered all the questions that to me is a a strong positive for a young player and I think back and I think my buddy Mike Giardi wrote about this to Cyrus Jones who was a young player who fumbled a punt I want to say on a Monday night game Mm -hmm. and he couldn't have gotten out of here fast enough. Yeah, Didn't even come close didn't even contemplate standing tall and taking the heat Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I do think rather than like sort of the the dog and pony show of I'm going to sit in my locker you know I'll go back to your guy. So I'm going to take this off the Patriots so you'll, you might take it a little bit more seriously. Your guy that you hate as much as anybody in the league right now, Steph Diggs. Yeah. You're the one who was so affected when you lost the, the AFC championship game. You're going to stay out on the field right. just long enough for all the NFL cameras to get you. Wow, that's Steph Diggs, yeah. man. It really he really cares. Him. Yeah. Like that to me is is as worthless as worthless yeah. can be. And it, I think he's a terrific player. I don't hate him the way you do, but I don't. I'm not here for that kind of histrionics. But mm-hmm. but that's but, useless. But
0: here's the thing, Paul. Now, n- knowing what we know now about Steph Diggs, it it meant something, good or bad. Like, like this stuff is not good. You know. Like he does when things mm-hmm. go bad. What, what we've learned from Steph Diggs is he doesn't handle it well. You know, when he doesn't get the ball, when when he doesn't think the offense. You know, like well when they lose, or when they he's lose, he's upset when they lose. But but that but it affects the team. The way he when, the way he behaves. I would hope. I would hope it does affects the team. I would hope when you and lose, it's not it affects good. the team. It's not good. Yeah, I, I don't know. About I would that.
3: also. I I understand where Paul's coming from with the journal, and all that's ridiculous. But, yeah. And and the sitting in the lot but i was the general mood you know that that was everybody It was like a playoff uh, loss yeah uh, especially, that's the way it was relate to me it was almost like they lost uh, a playoff game especially on the offensive side of the ball the defense i think the defense has more confidence in general and they walk around with a little bit that's more swagger su- that's for sure uh in general and i i really thought post game too just well, since we're man. on the on the topic like matthew judon's little opening statement that he made oh, was i didn't like that either
5: why didn't you like that <laughs> We're not a bad team. I'm uh, not taking any questions. Don't tell me uh, what questions uh, I can ask. Okay,
3: the bad team thing, I, I Don't guess... Don't tell is, me what questions
5: is, I can ask and I can't. But I'm not taking I any questions on that.
3: I didn't really... That's not really what he said, but I, I don't really go about. I don't want to
5: hear any questions about us being a bad team. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, but
3: he meant like I don't want like don't be asking me questions where you're just trashing all over us. Like you know you want to like ask your questions, but don't like yeah, you know we're not going to. He's gonna telling make you this, this what uh, you can ask, but, but what nobody, you can ask. nobody does
5: that, right? No, I, yeah. certainly not here. Yeah, in New York they they do anything. Yeah. I, I thought that I the
3: bad team thing and the questions and what, besides, so you were that, talking about something different. Yeah, okay. I thought My what bad. he what he said about. Uh, the lack of energy that they come out with early in games, and how you know he said that we, people, the, the opponents are too good, the schemes are too good, the players are too good that if you get yourself into these holes, like you're not going to win very many football games in this league playing this way, and you know I, I I thought that that
5: yeah I have no problem with that
3: I thought that he showed you know he's not. For whatever reason they don't vote him a team captain, but it's very, very clear that he is he other than Mac, Matthew Judon is the face of this team right now. Oh yeah. And uh and I thought that, you know, him standing up there and at least addressing the elephant in the room right off the bat without even being prompted by questions and things like that was what leaders do. Like is, uh, People talk about no leadership, and I,
4: I thought he showed great leadership. This isn't making me feel great. I didn't really hear all this stuff about the locker room being like that and then Mac being kind of dour today. I, 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 I don't know. This isn't giving me a great vibe right
0: now. Well, if they come out and kick ass, then I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle yeah. and Pembroke, I have two <laughs> predictions on how the Jets game will go. My fan optimistic prediction is that we win 42-3, to three, <laughs> shutting them down on defense and dominating them on offense. My realistic prediction is that we win 13-6 to six in a defensive snore fest, like the second game last year with the Jets only scoring two field goals. How do you guys think it'll go? The second one. Me too. I got
3: three.
0: More likely the second one. Dentist. Sure. Yeah. My, fan dentist. One,
4: my fan one's like, you know, 43. Great. My prediction apparently on Patriots Unfiltered on TV, which I did on Monday when I was sleep-deprived. And Paul – Correctly, instantly called me out for like predicting a twenty-seven twenty-four game, and then I almost fell I like, down. What? And then I'm like, I go what?
5: I go what a defensive scores in that one? I see this more like seventeen <laughs> thirteen.
0: But then, but then my real play is probably more like that. Yeah. Uh, Mike in Connecticut, I really hope the fans—he puts that in quotes—the fans—stop uh, crying over all the negativity when there is really little to be positive about. This team hasn't looked great for multiple years now. It's not like complaints aren't warranted. We all want to see them succeed, and we are all critical because we love this team and are sick of seeing lackluster performances and losses. I don't know how every, anyone could be a fan and simply ignore the issues we keep seeing. It's a trend at this point. Yeah, sure is.
4: I think we make it fun, though. Don't we make it fun? We have some fun with it. I think we try to. I think we and try
5: to. I think that from a fan's perspective, and this is why, like, this is probably a deeper thing. <laughs> it doesn't need oh, to be. Deep dive. To, right. But, like, I think there are two different kinds of fans. And I think some fans just want to hear that everything is great all the time. I'm not mocking anybody here for a a rare time that I'm not being snarky, Mm -hmm. Paul. Some fans just want to hear about all the good things and all the potential and all the hope and all the positive, right? And other fans want to hear it straight. They want to hear exactly what you think, and they they go from there. Now, neither one is right or wrong. But from my perspective as a fan – okay not as covering the patriots cuz this is it's different for us where it's a job and it's different but when i was a fan i never wanted to hear that everything was great cuz you know why because when i was hearing about you know and i think back to being a kid like i think it was 1980 was w- was one of those years that like everything was great like all and, and i was a kid and I, you know this is awesome. They're going to they're gonna be stacked, and they're going to be loaded. Then the season starts, and you're, like, losing these games, and you're, like, devastated. Like, you're crushed. Like, I thought they were going to be awesome, and they go 2-14. and 14. Like, how did I read all of this stuff all during training camp about all of these uh, things that were great? Lied to you. You know? And you, you come to find out it was just nonsense. Piece, like, that yeah. to me is devastating as a fan. When I think I'm going to be great, and I'm not. Whereas if, I, you know, if I'm reading about, like, last year, I thought the media as a whole did a really good job of telling you there's some problems on offense. Yeah. This doesn't look right. So when the season starts and it doesn't look right, you're not, like, hip with a truck. It didn't look right, and I've been reading for six weeks it doesn't look right. I feel much better then. I'm not
4: happy about it, but I feel better than I would have if I was told that everything was going to be great. You guys all have like real journalism backgrounds. Do you think that Not that, really. I mean, but well, yeah, you do, but I mean, you know, you work for a newspaper. I mean, do you think that that feeds into how you cover it? Cause I, I never did. And I always feel like when I started blogging about the team that I approached covering the sports, uh, as I did being on a team and you know, you don't really sit around on a team and be like, aren't we awesome right now? Like. Being on a team is about what do we have to get better at? What are we working on? What are our weaknesses? Who's hurt? How do we – like those are the things that I always love discussing – and I mean, I guess in some ways you could say it's negative because even when the team's playing ba- good, you're like, "All right, what? Do, how do we get better? What do we? You know?" And so that, I don't know. It's just I think we all kind of come at it from a different yeah, place. You really yeah. don't, You don't. You, you yeah. really don't take time
0: to sit back and congratulate yourself. Not you're, when you're on a you're team. You're moving on, right? Like right. you're always it's, talking it's about what are the game. issues yeah. and how do we? You know, those are the topics. But I do and think things there is the unless some you're in Colorado, <laughs> and I think
5: it's a little bit more prevalent now <laughs> because of the social media. I think there's oh, so much of that sure. instant. It's changed. the You get that instant connection to your readers and your listeners and whatnot, and they don't want to hear it. A lot of them don't want to hear the bad stuff. So I do think that Im- impacts what you stress. Yeah. yeah. Now, we work for Pages.com, so it's kind of inherent that we're looking for things that are a little bit better, right? You know, to talk about, we're not lying, you know, but...
0: like It's, it's what you emphasize. Yeah,
5: I'm going to emphasize, like, that was like the greatest creative special teams play I've seen, I'm, and I'm going to yeah. talk about that. Not because, like, I, I don't believe it, because I do believe it, Yeah. But, you know, rather than saying, oh, geez, you know, they really can't do this, that, and this. You know, maybe you find something that's a little bit more positive. Yeah. But, 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 but the rest of the media
4: does that, too, and I don't understand why. But that's usually how you are on a team, too. <laughs> and there know? it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you, like, how many times did you have a coach stand up and go, we got no weapons, we can't we, –
0: you know, we drafted bad. You right. know, like, you don't, don't do that. Don't. does. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. We why can't do diddly-poo <laughs> on offense. Uh, Lee and Fall River, I'm so glad to hear Evan talking about fullbacks. Who needs the element of surprise when you just win the matchup? They they can know what play you're running, but it's still hard to stop a bulldozer with a head start.
4: That's uh, We talked about that saw yesterday. Yock. Bring back the fullback. Didn't, really, didn't really help help the Raiders last week against Buffalo, but uh, they had the number
0: one rushing team in the league last Ron year. Ron and Conway, New Hampshire. Um, <laughs> <that> get them? <laughs> here we are with the Jets. No Rodgers, but an awesome D line, and Sauce is a great cornerback, withstanding what – has been observed so far this season. Mistakes in the lack of running support is a huge problem. I know the O-line has had issues staying healthy, which magnifies the turnovers and bad play calling. I read Mac's quotes yesterday where he said, I think we're 20 yards away from being 2-0. I'm not sure <laughs> why he might feel that way, yeah. judging from what I've seen. They aren't good enough offensively yet to cut co- consistently or constantly start out games playing with a double-digit deficit. What's going on? There's a lot of yelling in the other room. Uh, Turn your mic off, Now, the Jets are nowhere near the talent level of either Philly and Dallas. I'm not sure about Uh, that. I strongly disagree with that. Uh, But my question for the panel today is, A, do you think Pop Douglas will start? If so, how long will he be in at wide receiver? Or will he be stuck at returning kicks as punishment? And, B, do you guys think this will be a game that could jumpstart us with a win? Or will it crush us with a loss? If we win... (laughs) I don't think winning would make enough of a difference for our confidence without Rodgers at quarterback for the Jets. Really? I, cool. I disagree there's, on that last point. There's a lot. To unpack
3: it's right. all. It always helps to win. Oh, I yeah. think it, it depends it, on how it happens. I well, mean, maybe that's true, but if Zach like Wilson escape, had, yeah. if you escape, like Jets someone would, said, like, like my,
5: my fan side says, like forty two to three, I think they get a tremendous amount of confidence yeah. out of something like yeah. if they if they march it up and down the field
4: against that defense. Well, take like take last year's game for example like how much that's not going to give him a lot the Marcus of Marcus
5: yes. like Marcus great job we either like, one of you know. the two wins against the Jets if yeah. they have a repeat of it that's why the way, the way no, they win I think you got to play well it and, take and, much and, from and, it. and
4: yeah you have to execute and, and do things you haven't done and answer some of those questions that yeah. you've been asked for two weeks about like hey you got out there you, got, you scored a touchdown in your opening drive like you know great finish you know, some drive finished yep. it off you kneeled on you, you got the ball back with a three-point lead and you kneeled on it you know those kind of things Yeah, and
5: I do think Demario Douglas will be back I don't think I don't know.
4: Well, start or whatever, I, yeah, but yeah. I think well, they he'll might be have back. the thirteenth. You know, they might have to get Farrell Brand out there again.
3: Tomorrow, Douglas has like, you know, week one. I think he played like forty percent of the snaps, yeah. and that seems about fair. Back yeah. to normal, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I do like. I, I'm more, I, as you all know, I'm more of an X's and O's guy at the end of the day than a no, than no. a what? than a like That's blaming <laughs> individual players for things. And I, I just, I'll, I'll continue to say like I don't think that the run game issues are strictly on the offensive line. I really don't. I, I. And I think O'Brien said... You to, think it's
0: under center stuff.
3: I think O'Brien said it to us yesterday that, that Fangio did some stuff up front in the game on, on Sunday night that they weren't expecting, and they didn't prepare well for it. And on top of that, yeah, I think that some of the stylistic changes that they've made to the running game have not worked for two years. Like, I say what you want about Matt Patricia. I know that everybody just chalks that up to him being a bozo. But at the end of the day... They tried to do this last year with the run game and it didn't work either. Like they they got rid of the fullback. They tried to be more zone heavy. They tried to run a lot of, uh, of more one back stuff and it also didn't
5: work. And people talk mm. a lot about. I mean, because Stevenson ran for a thousand yards and averaged five yards a carry. I mean, on paper that looks really good. They weren't a great rushing team last year. You know, in league wide average per carry as a team was yeah. was bottom he ten. He was great. Mm. Like, Stevenson, maximum, I think he led the league in yards after contact last it. year. I believe it. Um, and that number is, is, is got smaller this year. Like, I think there's a lot of factors involved. I Stevenson's think one of them, to, to Evan's point. It's not just, yeah. you know, everybody no, else. Yeah. I
3: think they'll scheme it up differently in the run game. I, I, I trust he came out and said that he knows that, that there's issues with how they've been coaching the run game, and I think they'll do something different. After
0: Corey Dillon, what do you think was the best season they had running the ball? I don't know. I mean people might say blunt blunt yeah, he I was had
8: a bunch blunt. of 1 yard touchdown
4: catch, you mm-hmm. know runs uh, and then went off on the Colts a couple times but I mean they kind of just made it work with with somebody in James White you know and when they got when they had to pass the ball they had James White and 2016 he became you know really effective for, for
5: yeah. four seasons
3: down the stretch they were really good in 18 really with, good uh, Sony yeah, Michelle Sony yeah.
5: yeah Rex
3: yeah James Devlin
5: yeah I mean they certainly yeah, we're very productive those last two games against the Bills and the Jets, right? And then the playoffs. And then the playoffs. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, like, the identity of this team has, hasn't has been running for a long time, even when they were good. No. I, you know, and even Corey Dillon, I mean, he was no. unbelievable. He had, like, 1,600 yards that year. Most of them came in, like, the fourth quarter. Yeah. They'd get a well, lead. they put him Dillon in. Dillon was great yeah, that year. he, he was like, great. Like, that was Blunt. Blunt put up a lot of
5: plastic yards. Corey Dillon was the offense. Yeah. You're, yeah.
4: you're right, though. But it like makes me wonder. Why do you draft Sony Michelle in the first round? You know, like they drafted Sony Michelle because Dion Lewis left, and I think they they uh, Lewis got arrested. Yesterday. They felt like they yeah. needed like a you
3: know Dion Lewis led the team in, in attempts the year before and touches. I think the year which before. I never and felt like
4: they used him. T- maximized him I well, mean We saw some glimpses In like 2015 the, the blown out ACL I think, He was never change, the same again a little oh, bit. In yeah. 2015 That, he that was against the Cowboys ridiculous. That one run he had Where he like Ducked oh, seven tackles To
5: get in I was on that early yeah. You know Like from short stuff yeah. Like stuff on OTAs I was like the They got something With this yeah. guy Me and Andy Were Douglas, all, all or, in On Dion Lewis Lewis. He, he, was, he really was like A Lewis. futures contract guy yep. No one really knew
4: Much about him And I was like um, Injuries issues Like this guy This guy's gonna be something
5: Yep Unfortunately, he blew out his ACL. Yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, he had that big play against the Cowboys. He had a kick return,
0: I think, against the Texans oh, in the playoffs. There was a stretch there where it was like, "What do we got here?" Yeah, uh, I mean, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, was it was beginning it was of a flash. fifteen, right? Where it was a flash. Like
3: he was catching yeah.
0: passes, oh, running the ball, yeah. like he was doing everything. Make it it guys looked like miss. Marshall Faulk yeah. yeah, it was unbelievable. And then, what yeah. did he get arrested for? He was in a, he was in he a wouldn't leave, um, he wouldn't leave a, a casino, and he wouldn't leave. He was getting belligerent, so they arrested him. He's fine. He's just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <It's> um, <laughs> that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Stay tuned for John Rook in the playbook. Uh, as for us, we'll be back tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. We got picks. We got catch 22. So we'll s- – oh, live read. Uh, why don't I do that? Um, you know what? You want to host the perfect game day? Why not bring the tailgate home with a stylish dining set from Bob's Discount Furniture? With expandable options, dining and counter heights, and tons of styles to choose from, you'll score big when you shop at Bob's, the official furniture store of the New England Patriots. There you go. All right, we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen